Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Nastra Vision. That's N-H-S-T-R-A-Vision.com. Catch all the local racing from Monadnock, Lee, Claremont, and Hudson. That's NastraVision.com. Get $10 off Nastra Vision All Access with promo code BFP. Do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, today's episode is also brought to you by Circle B Diecast for all of your diecast needs and merchandise. And be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. Do you enjoy our dumb show? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program today for just $4.69. Nice. Nice. You can become a Patreon pal, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Some perks to being a pal include access to a monthly bonus episode, ask us any question for our weekly Patreon question segment, discounts on all of our merchandise, access to exclusive giveaways, or just giving us a friendly tip to help us afford our endeavors that we tell about you every week. Once again, that's just $4.69 a month, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good uh, all right boys and girls this is gonna best. be episode you got him three abreast often imitated never duplicated the greatest show on spotify the black flag podcast stepped all over tom there i, I forgot probably, that, that i should was probably a thing. just i should just put that at the end or something. <laughs> i forgot that that was a thing <laughs> yeah. honestly that's why i did that uh but no uh welcome boys and girls this is gonna be episode 239 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn Directly across from me is Bradley Sauce here. To my left and his right is going to be Bobby Timmons, BT3 himself. Uh, we are coming off of a uh, weekend filled uh, with automobile racing, boys. So uh, let's just uh, let's get right down to it. None of us went go-kart racing, right? Correct. Nobody went to Bartlett. I don't think anybody that Bartlett had got to go go-kart racing either. Well, I think they got... like They got very muddy. I think they got like the first half of the Twin 25s done. And not the second half. So it was just the singular 25. Right. So I don't know how that works necessarily because it's like a whole other. Separate. I just saw some go karts were very muddy. Triple, mm. triple 25 next week. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> just um, want it to be over. <laughs> well, good news is it's going right into November now. Um, but yeah, no, uh, nobody went go karting. But Friday, uh, what well, you hopped on a bird, right, Brad? And then you, you were. What did you do Friday, Brett Bob? I went, then- I went to Bill Burr uh, oh, yeah. on Friday with uh, my sister's boyfriend, Matt. That was fun. I'd never been to like... Just a, the two of you? Yep, just two of us. A couple um, guys being dudes? Yeah, they text back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> uh, I'd never been to a, like an actual like comedy show before, never mind one of that magnitude. Uh, sold out. So uh, is Matt your and Nicole's boyfriend? No. Are you sure? Mad at my actual girlfriend, Brad's girlfriend, for not including me in her uh, National Boyfriend Day Instagram collage today. That is tough. I to take that up in the front <clears throat> I didn't office. Even, but... I didn't even get one at all, for whatever that's worth. So. Yeah, well, yours was busy. Well, that's fair. Um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Uh, you'd never you've... been to a comedy show. Right, you night. and Matt were on a date. Um, yeah, we went to the sushi place right next to the... Uh, I'm still calling it the Cumberland County Civic Center. It's going to be that forever. <laughs> 
And then we went and saw Bill Burr. He did you, was. Did uh, you put out for him to pay the bill or no? No, no, I'm not that kind. What do you think? I'm some floozy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, when that was hysterical, uh, I imagine the show that I saw was not anywhere near the same show that you saw, Brad, because his, you could tell three different times he got sidetracked and it was all like improv and it was main based. And, um, obviously Bill Burr, we, it's not breaking news here. These, he's hysterical. It took him three tries to tell the submersible story. No, yeah. He kept getting sidetracked (laughs) on other shit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, he definitely has a couple, a couple bits that he hits on. And then when he's obviously in a different town, he's got to, he's got to play the crowd a little bit. Oh yeah. So, um, had a super relatable bit about girls that wear the circular John Lennon sunglasses. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I I can't wait for that special to come out. Hopefully that makes the, uh, the, the taping. Those are their own breed. For sure. Yeah. And anytime I see those on dating apps, we just to the left. <laughs> it's probably the same way they vote. <laughs> That's exactly uh, w- w- how they well vote. said. <laughs> I wish I knew which one the applause one was, but we still haven't marked these fucking things down. Start at the top. I'm gonna just take a guess and oh, fuck. I think it's the yellow one. This one? No, the top up the third place on the board. This one? Yeah. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so that was super cool, and I, you know, was like, I'm, you know, got to behave. Just, you know, I knew I had an early wake up call for Saturday. So what do we do? We go to the Free Street Pub across the street till midnight, and uh, yeah, as one does. Yeah, I was operating on about three hours of sleep come Saturday. Oh, well, you're good for 300 laps at that point, right? I think. Oh, I was good for about 37 out of 75. Perfect. Uh, yeah, anyway. my Friday, uh, very very wet. Uh, nice. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> so. Uh, Lee USA we need the Pornhub sound on the board. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely do. Uh, Lee USA Speedway, who's supposed to be there all three days for Russ Conway's Oktoberfest, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I told John and I told uh, Randy Wheelock I was going to be like 15, 20-ish minutes late because... On brand. So for those that are unaware of the local Southern Maine geography, uh, Chase goes to uh, daycare in Saco. I, we, currently... I live, we are in Scarborough. I work in South Portland. So in order to get my son, I have to go from my house in Scarborough to South Portland to work, which is north, and then go from work to Saco, which immediately Double goes south. south, past my house to Saco, back to my house for Lindsay to get out of Portland, also north, back to the house in Scarborough, south, so that I can leave and go back past Saco to go to Lee. Yep. Basically, I did a like a big burnout across Southern Maine. Is what I did. Good for gas mileage. Yeah, phenomenal in a 2009 clapped out piece of shit truck. Um, so anyway, I'm driving down there. Beautiful skies, bright blue, ready to go racing. Could not be more pumped. Not a th- single thing coming up on my phone. And I get within like seven minutes of the racetrack, and I get absolutely fucking pissed on from the 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 skies. Right, golden like, showers. You gotta be fucking kidding me after doing all that i literally pull into the racetrack as they cancel and i was just like awesome that's so fucking cool so uh talked to ben a little bit uh talked to john espern at the gm they were then going to combine the entire friday slate of racing back into saturday and sunday which meant that i had to report back there for about 12 o'clock because that's when you can fire engines at lee and we did not get out of there saturday until about 10 o'clock um, which, so we'll get into Saturdays here in a bit, but, uh, Bradley, you, you hopped on a bird, right? Yeah, I actually did on, on Thursday. So, uh, I feel like we every, need to just have Brad tell his whole, just 
Talladega experience because I am so excited to hear (laughs) about this whole entire trip. Yeah. So first and foremost, it was myself, uh, buddy Ryan Jackson. He comes up quite a bit and his girlfriend, Julie, that we're going to Talladega. And now Ryan, I've said on this show before is like top three funniest human I've ever met in my entire life. So our our plan was, you know, I was working a half day and then, you know, 11 o'clock, I was going to leave work, go to the bus station. The bus left at 1130. We would get to Boston like two hours before the flight, go through TSA, all this stuff. Flight ends up being like 50 minutes late. We take off at like 415, 420, whatever. And so I'm already like fucking a, like I knew something was going to go wrong. Now they'll probably like lose a bag. Fucking they won't, they won't have a rental car for us. So we jump on the plane pilot goes yeah it's gonna be like a two-hour flight and it said it was gonna be like two hours and 50 minutes so we ended up getting there like actually early and yeah, i don't really understand the that, sweet but. thing about airplanes and that they can just go a thousand miles per hour they, yeah. they they get you your time back yeah they definitely did uh, obviously they um, they had a trip back home so that makes sense but uh so we get there just the exact same time when we were supposed to a little earlier maybe and uh go down, grab the bags, whatever. We're standing in line waiting for a rental car. And, uh, you know, I, I got this travel credit card. And so I signed up for like this Hertz, like president's program thing. So we're standing in line for like 20 minutes and I am just like, Ryan and I are like about to absolutely start losing it laughing because now naturally we can't take anything seriously to begin with. I mean, we're on the flight and Ryan's just touch, like playing on the touchscreen and putting the plane like direction to Afghanistan and shit. And we are absolutely rinsed in the back of the plane because we got to the airport early, drank like 18 Bud Lights, got on the flight. And we had this dude that was our, our little server fella. He was, his name was Finn comes back like we're the last row of the plane so we're like those fucking punks in the back of the bus and he brings us the whole thing of snacks after everyone's done with it and goes here guys take whatever you want didn't offer it to the people next to us literally (laughs) just goes grab whatever you want so we're grabbing like fucking granola bars cheese it's fucking slim jims whatever they had you were the martins of the airplane yeah and so like i just take my (laughs) i take my headphones out and like i'm just drunk enough that i'm like oh where's the one with the bud light in it he goes oh it's at the front of the plane comes back literally carrying six (laughs) bud lights (laughs) gives us bud lights for the rest of the flight and never charged us for one of them so we're like fucking right that was three that was three thousand dollars worth of food (laughs) and drinks that's sick because typically airplay a can of bud lights like 38 yeah literally so so we're at this point like we're like hammered to the point where like we are causing a scene like ryan's like putting in like somalia and like fucking afghanistan and we're just crying laughing can't control ourselves and the flight attendant's obviously sitting right behind us so i'm like there's absolutely no way he says us another one and he stands up fucking sure shit there's another one i was like fucking right get to the get to the airport and we have like 45 minutes just to kill and so we're standing in the, the line at Hertz and Ryan and I are already like just not taking anything seriously. It's like one of those things where you're like so overtired to like just like after a whole day of traveling, you're like, just get me the fuck out of this airport. And there is this like young, like African-American woman that is just absolutely causing a scene. And the, the guy that was standing at the the or the guy, the Hertz guy at the county, you could just see on his face like he wasn't going to ever budge to anything she said. And he was not entertaining anything he was saying either. So she is just absolutely ripping him a new one and ryan and i are just like ever like just standing there like cracking up like 45 minutes goes by and we get to like a teller and we're like yeah uh they're they're like what's your name i was like sauce here s-a-u-c-i-e-r they're like yeah your president's club just go right out go right out and grab a car and i was like okay so i go past like the first like guy and he's like you president's club i was like yeah he's like yeah right uh, right through there and uh, just grab whatever you want and i was like Okay, so I walk in like the second Hertz booth because I was like, there's no way that that's how that works. Like, absolutely not. Guy looks up my fucking rental car thing and he's just like, yep, just grab anything in that row. There's like fucking Dodge Chargers and Challengers and Mustangs and Corvettes. And I'm like, 
oh my god like we are gonna get so hurt this weekend that like i will be on talladega absolutely doing the richard petty driving experience in my rental car and so we we made the executive if there was, if there was an arca race you could have tried to qualify it. oh but we would have finished probably in the top five have. probably yeah. yeah yeah being frankie munez right down to the line and so we made the good decision because we had a bunch of luggage obviously we just got a little hyundai tuxin which absolutely rip there was so many times on the way to talladega that like we're just talking like having a good time and i look down going like a buck 30 i'm like fuck (laughs) back that thing all the way down and uh, we ended up getting to talladega like halfway early it was still like somewhat sunny obviously it's a well not obviously i guess but it is an hour behind so um we get there and first thing i do i walk right through the campsite say hi to brian dave and dan all the guys that we're camping with i'm like hey what's going on guys put my bag down grab a bud light out of the cooler fucking bite into it shotgun i was just like i am so ready to just fucking like at this point it's been two and a half hours since i had my last drink and i'm waiting for luggage and fucking waiting it hurts forever (laughs) where you i'm like well no but i'm like now i'm fucking hung over i need to absolutely just fire it back up so grab a beer and then naturally head to the boulevard that first night and um it was a little little dose of it like ryan and i were like yeah we're not gonna take it like too crazy you know obviously first night like we uh uh-huh. it's you know we gotta gotta get Famous up in the morning and yeah. we're gonna go to bucky's which is like 30 minutes <clears throat> away so we're like yeah i want to get up early and do that because there's a poker run that includes a lot more drinking so it's like ah right, yeah yeah so it's like three o'clock and we're rolling into bed and uh which is pretty early obviously but when you're going an hour back that's pretty much four o'clock so uh <laughs> early <laughs> we're, we're uh we're going like going down the boulevard though and everything there's a just had such a blast this weekend with Christian and all of his buddies, all of Noah Nation, and uh, there's one of the one of the guys. It was his first time at Talladega on the Boulevard, and I guess they give you caution tape, and then everywhere you go down, they're supposed to give you a shot, and so he looked quite like he was given a shot at every place he went. And so I'm like, what is that caution tape for? And they explain it to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I absolutely cannot have that. There's no way I can have <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, like, I'm a regular. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> absolutely be throwing up. They're like, is this your first time in Talladega? I nope. was like, actually, no. <laughs> so I never got it. But uh, uh, Ryan never got the caution tape either. But he pretty much acted like he did. Every single time, we, every place we went, we were just getting shots. They're mo- Most of the time, they're free, maybe a tip. Um, but we met up with, uh, with some of Christian's friends and they were just giving out gummy bears that were dosed in vodka and tequila. So we were just absolutely ripping them. They're so spicy. Then they had pudding shots and jello shots and we're just at one little booth. So then we keep going down and other people are handing you drinks and shit. And so we end up making our way all the way back to the backstretchers where Christian and, and then we're hanging out. Well, on the way to Talladega, I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta meet up with our friend, Mike Bashay Bashy. Bassois. Bassi. Bassi. He's yeah. got the sickest mustache. He does. Absolutely. So, but like, I, I was like, I know that there's one person here that I know that I need to meet up with, but like, I have no idea where I'm going to find him on this literally 500 by 500 million square foot property. So walk over to Christians and, you know, see a bunch of people, like the, half his crew, you know, I'd hung out with in Atlanta last year, but I hadn't seen them since then. So it was super awesome to like meet up with them all weekend and, and pretty much just spend the weekend with them for the most part. And, we're standing there and there's this kid with the microphone just absolutely rapping his little heart out. And, and I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, he's got a fucking Woody Pickhat hat on. And I turn to Ryan and I am just like, that kid has a fucking Woody Pickhat hat on. Never even, never in the, it's got in a Woody Pickhat hat on. Yeah. I was like, that, that is definitely a Woody Pickhat hat. And I'm like looking at Brian and they're Woody just Pickett like, hat. yeah, I think it is. Woody hit. Wait, hat. wait, so we had the, we had the Woody hoodie. Do we have Pickhat hats now? I think we do. Yeah. I think we're about to now. Yeah. Verbal trademark, verbal trademark, verbal <laughs> trademark. <laughs> it's going to be like the I'd New wear, Jersey Devils one that just says hat. I, I, w- <laughs> I would wear a pit cat hat and a woody hoodie at the same time. 
Yeah. I don't, well, well, actually, actually, why is that not a thing already? Trademark, 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 trademark. So I'm absolutely losing it because at this point, we just did 4 million shots on the boulevard, came right over here and freaking out. Never even would have thought to make the connection that this is Mikey Bashay, Bashy Boucher, fucking whatever. And by, by the way, he did tell me or no, he didn't tell me. He said, I am never going to tell you what my last name is. And then I guessed it and I will refuse to ever call him that because it's, it's nothing like ironic well now you have to tell us no i can't what does he just shorten he, it on social media or something bash. Yeah. Uh, yeah he definitely yeah we're gonna go with that one. Oh, so it's like a joey pole situation yeah really yeah so it's a bass harzowicz i'm doing this all <laughs> for him because he did not want us to ever do it correctly so um we're not gonna do that but mm. so it's naturally base standing there and i'm like that's a fucking booty hat and i said it just loud enough one other time like i said it only like three times but in my mind i'm absolutely freaking out and he comes over he's like brad what's up comes and like daps me up and i'm like oh my god you must be mike and he's like fuck yeah and he's like that's that guy i was like i had no idea that he'd even know like half these people and like the only people that i know here other than the crew i'm with he just happens to know them too he's camping like fucking 15 campers down was just with us the whole weekend i was just like holy shit it's kind of like a blaze situation Mm. almost even though you knew it was coming though yeah (laughs) yeah kind of um but uh no it was it was Are super you charlie cool. depends on who's asking yeah. <laughs> yeah so we go to bed friday night like i said three o'clock pretty much four and we wake up that's, the next that's morning saturday morning well this is friday that's the same oh yeah day, this is, yeah sorry this is that is one twenty. no no this was this was actually friday we we went to okay we went to bed friday morning which was 3 a.m to wake up friday morning again to go to bucky's and stuff mm. wake up roll out of bed i'm i'm like the last one to roll out of bed and it's like eight o'clock and like everyone are else. we talking like on the floor of a tent or like we talking grass we no, talking i, I am on the table again well uh, no i'm actually on the top bunk which was oh, pretty fuck. spacious but when you were that hammered boy is it an obstacle course um mm. so you know, I, I was fine obviously the first night and I woke up Friday feeling, feeling pretty good. And Ryan, absolutely not. First thing he does is fucking like I just walk out of the camper and he just shows me his phone. He just goes, Emma. And it's literally an Uber and it says Talladega, Talladega Boulevard to Main Med. <laughs> He's like, I am in rough shape he's like i absolutely should have gone to bed early and like I, he said he was going to and we like he was the one that was like i need to do it or like need to go to bed early need to go to bed early and then we did every single different type of alcohol that you could have possibly done um even i think thursday night was the night we were walking by or maybe it was friday but whatever so we go to bucky's which honestly much better experience was not even as crowded as the daytona one the daytona I, one was slightly traumatizing yeah I, I thought that i was gonna have a full-blown panic attack no we were in there for like 45 minutes just got everything for no reason did you play dodgeball uh no we didn't we should have um but uh needed more players we did yeah we absolutely did uh yeah i spent a uh, 170 dollars at bucky's <laughs> literally a lot of beef jerky and gummy worms literally yeah well it was no gummy worms but there was a lot of beef jerky and i i just for some reason 899 did not add up to me but uh yeah i spent that much money first night there which was perfect um make our make our way back and obviously just kind of had a whole day poker run um was put on this this dig nation deal uh got added to their facebook page they're a big big old fucking crew if anyone's watching probably not but i think it was like qualifying they were doing like drunk olympics and they <laughs> literally the nbc broadcast is like broadcasting their drunk olympics and uh yeah, it was badass but so they're doing this poker run where you have to go literally around the entire racetrack which uh quite 
quickly I realized that um, it's a it's a big facility and all these spaces are literally on every other corner of the racetrack. So you are just <clears throat> walking literally one, one would miles. say it's slightly less than two point five miles. Exactly. Yeah. Um but well the rate the racetrack's two point five miles. Yeah, so yeah, no, but I was thinking the I think it's actually two point six six. I was thinking exact. about how exactly <clears throat> we like even made our way around, but it was probably not the most smart way to do it but you we didn't ended up, you didn't go into one through two down the back stretch into three out of four you went from like two to four to well, one well, in the middle of the back stretch you did the road course three. they weren't just like the perfectly the roval. yeah they, they, it pretty much the was it was roval. a poker roval they weren't just perfectly around the outskirts of the racetrack it was like one was in like the, the middle of turn one and two and then you'd go like towards the pits and then you'd go back towards like the back stretch wow, and you go like yeah. back so you're like zigzagging so around, it was the so, roval yeah, yeah. In, a, in a way but uh it, that was a lot of fun just everyone giving out free shots um, obviously all that walking was absolutely exhausting. So we went back, just chilled at the campsite for a while, but made our way back to the boulevard again to Friday night. And obviously there was nothing going on, uh, racing wise on Friday. I think, uh, all qualifying and everything was, um, Saturday morning and yeah, we, I mean, this cool Friday night we're out there, saw Reddick. He was pouring monster beast down my throat. That was great. That was actually, uh, quite refreshing. Actually, I was pissed. They weren't giving him out for free. Told him I'd never tried it. And he just starts fucking let me chug one um but uh walked down the boulevard saw zane which was cool because charlie and i had actually met zane back at noah's that's zane smith and i was like man i was like i'm just standing like in a group with him i mean he's friends with christian and all them guys and i'm like man like you you know i uh, definitely don't remember me but you absolutely waxed me in a game of uh, beer pong a couple of years ago at noah's in, in his kitchen and uh, i just wanted to say you know congratulations on all your success and whatever and he's like oh you're the kid with the podcast and i was like oh fuck <laughs> like yeah i mean i guess like uh uh, sounded pretty bad when you just said that, but, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I was going to use a different word there that I shouldn't have. But, uh, so he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, you gotta have me on your podcast sometime here. Take my number. Just gives me his phone. I'm like, okay. All right. So, uh, naturally shot him a text, uh, last night or yesterday afternoon. Haven't heard back. So, uh, that, that was, makes sense. that was fun. Uh, thanks for coming <laughs> on the show. <laughs> uh, no, but it was cool. We, we just, uh, we're just hanging out with them guys for a little bit and just making our way up and down the boulevard like pretty much everyone does. Um, Friday night was my night to shine. Ryan had his morning um, on Friday morning. Friday night, I went to bed way later, I think, than anyone else. Climbed into bed, um, and naturally, I'm usually the one that like head hits the pillow, spins, absolutely just throw up everywhere, which is not good when you're in the Do top. you remember being a wingman for me Friday night? <clears throat> uh, I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> you and mike you guys were wheeling a couple chicks on my behalf for me um he put that in the gaggle and i think rusty's reply was oh it can't go any worse than the chicks he's been going on dates with oh shit actually yeah because friday <laughs> night friday night was so that's why i had such a bad saturday morning i guess mike was, was wearing his his uh 13 hat that yeah, night. <laughs> yeah so every so we were going around and mike mike and i are just absolutely hammered and he is going to every single person like Hey, do you know my friend Jack Wood? And they're, and, and they're like, no. And he's like, all right. And then he's like, hey, do you know Bobby Timmons? Just like rotating back and forth. Just every single person. What, like, an, what an elite company to be a part of. Every, every single like girl that was on the boulevard, Mike, is just going up and like, hey, do you know Jack Wood? Hey, do you know Bobby Timmons? Hey, do you know Cutter Love? And just like going on and on about all these people. And every single person is like, uh, no, absolutely not. And uh, so that was funny. But then. Oh, what else happened? There was something else on Friday that was fucking us there. Oh, that's what we were doing. We were walking down Talladega Boulevard, right? And so the whole weekend, I'm like, I absolutely want Bubba Wallace to win this race. Obviously, Bubba or Priest. Like, we're good friends with Ryan, and I love when people get mad when Bubba wins. I think it's so hysterical because, like, you're just being racist. And so I'm like, all right, like, let's go Bubba. 
well, Mike and I are on the same page. We're like, yeah, Sunday, that'd be awesome if you won. And we're walking down the boulevard and any person that was wearing any sort of Confederate gear, we're just like, hey, let's go Bubba. And they would literally give you a high five and then they'd turn around and Mike one time just starts pissing himself laughing because this dude in a do-rag I did it to and he turned around like he was actually going to shoot me in the face. <laughs> like He was so pissed. And uh, yeah, so we were doing that. But um, yeah, I, I completely forgot about just absolutely every every person that we walked by. It did not matter. Mike is just fucking like lurking around, just like, hey, Jack Wood. <laughs> nope. And uh, it was you, funny. You want me to do what? It was even more funny on Saturday when Jack was standing right next to him. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Friday was gnarly. Like I said, all the shots and just mixing so much different alcohol, including Monster Beast, which was awesome. And then they had a Zin truck where you get $1 Zins for giving away. <laughs> oh, of course yeah, they do. For, for giving away your email address. So uh, that was fun. Um, started started absolutely ripping those on Friday. Ripped them <laughs> now, so much. Now Black Flag Podcast at gmail.com is going to get unlimited Zin ads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ad- those you just got to fire like a fake one. Like porn lover 69 xxx <laughs> yeah. yeah verizon aol.com yeah. <laughs> so I, I that was that was the friday and it just got <clears throat> out of hand to the point where i literally had three packages in and i did not open the rest of them and i just shipped them home in my because i had a bunch of stuff that i had to ship home the next or on monday i guess because i just didn't want to put it in my carry-on it didn't fit and uh, that was part of it did not use them for the rest of the weekend because it was just such a bad experience um just absolutely ripping <laughs> I, them one I after bet. another and went to uh uh, you know, I like using them all the time, but not uh, constantly with shots being taken while they're in your mouth as well. And it was just a fucking, no, oh, yeah, it was a mess. So I get into bed and I'm like, man, I feel pretty good. Like didn't get the spins. That's pretty, that's awesome. You know, head its pillow, sleep for like three hours, wake up five o'clock in the morning, absolutely throw up everywhere outside. Like, and, <laughs> and, to, and to do that, you have to climb out of the rafters, which is absolutely not fun when everyone else is asleep and they're you're i'm like holding on to like a portion of the fridge and like a portion of the wall and i'm like skirt fighting down. for your life yeah and i know that i'm gonna throw up at some point so i'm like get me the fuck out of this thing right now um, naturally i or luckily i made it pretty far outside the camper before i did but man was it a rugged rugged morning but uh the you blow them out here Oh yeah. yeah we, oh yeah. yeah. Every, Sounds like three of the pistons went right out through the block. Yeah, I took every Richard Petty driving experience car that they had there and just held it wide open and just drove it fucking straight. He blew the motor, put another one in and blew that one up upon firing it up to see if it worked. Yeah, I taped it off solid and just ran it till it blew up, blew up. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that leads me into Saturday, and I feel like I've been talking for so long that I certainly will lose my voice. So uh, I'm gonna need someone else filling a well, Saturday. I'm probably not the guy to fucking go do for that since I had a 10 hour day Saturday at Lee. Well, I guess we'll talk about my Saturday. Yeah, how does how perfect. did Thunder Road International Milk Jug speed <laughs> speed nasty um, going? Thunder whatever. Road was cool. We left Maine at 4:30 uh, in the morning, which was absolutely foul. You did it on the north end, though. Brad was doing it on the south end. Yeah, we were awake at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Our days were crossing. Uh, Early morning, no, long night. Um, Thunder Road is really cool. It had been a long time since I've been there. 2009, I think, and I'd never raced there. Um, Started the day off. I forgot that real race cars on big tires and real engines, they're not exact. You don't just fire them up and go play. Like, you, you... what do you mean? They used to call it when my when I was a kid. My dad always referred to practices warm ups because you got to let your shit warm up. I'm out there on ice cold tires. First off, the, the push truck spun me out and tore the fucking sheet metal off the back of the car. I'm like, oh, that's sick. Which I didn't really care. It wasn't. It was so cold when we first got started, and the track was like like mildewy almost that the tires wouldn't spin. Like the car would not start because the tires weren't spinning, and it legit like crossed me up. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I get wrecked by this guy in this Dodge fucking pickup. 
<laughs> tore all the sheet metal off the back of the car. We get going. Things the fuel injection on methanol and things bah, 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 all the way around the racetrack. And I'm trying to like go fast. And I'm spinning the tires and I'm bounce the thing off the fence. I'm like, all right, Bobby, settle down, <laughs> settle down. We we don't need to win this one. <laughs> this isn't the little one. <laughs> so eventually, get it. You know, get my fucking marbles all in a row and. uh rip off some laps and uh, went out for the second practice and the car was just way too free. Like come off the back or come off the two turn, like sideways, lighten the tires up, which that doesn't really bother me. But the problem is you got to lift for the corner at some point, mm. the straightaways at Thunder road are like nine feet long. So uh, every time I would lift, the car would slam down and hang a right. And about the third time that I almost, what is it? Is it Bud Hill? Is that the beer? Yeah. The turn three beer garden? I was trying to be one with those people every time. <laughs> I'd go into three. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We got to fucking, this thing is out of control. And uh, we never made it any better. So that was cool. Perfect. Struggled immensely all day. Never had the speed. Never had the drivability. Never had the confidence in the car. Um, pretty much got my ass kicked. Couple that with when the feature rolled out. I went into one. Started eighth out of ten in the feature. Went into turn one, lifted, car did not lift. Uh, went straight up the hill. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. This is going to be bad. Uh, got a toe strap on the gas pedal, but it's got a kill switch. So it's like, I don't like to use that if I don't have to because it shuts the motor off and then it immediately fires back up when you lift off of it. And that's just not good for it. So I kind of just rode around, which if you're if you stuck a throttle, you, your first inclination would probably be quit, right? No. No, I ran about half the race <laughs> and uh, managed it. Um, got by like one car kind of was catching a couple other cars got lapped and we had a restart just past halfway I think and went into turn one on the restart and it did the same thing and I'm like what am I what am I doing I'm literally racing for last place I'm a lap down well I got the loggy dog so it's back on the lead lap I guess but dude stop like you're if I hit, destroy this thing running ninth out of ten I am going to be upset so <laughs> Um, decided that riding around um, with a hung throttle was probably not the smartest idea. You know, safety fifth and all, but decided to uh, call it a day, and that was the end of my first ever Thunder Road experience. Um, did you figure out why it was doing that? We did, um, just the way it's built. Brand new car, something must have shifted just a little bit, was causing a bind. Uh, I loosened up a couple bolts in the mechanism, and it works freely now, so... Nothing uh, nothing too major. Car's already ready to go for Thompson for the most part. Um Thunder Road is awesome, though. The place was fucking packed, and the scenery is impeccable. And I'm not talking about the trees and the leaves. A lot of talent out there, Bob. <sighs> Thunder Road, you guys have the hottest chicks I've ever seen at a racetrack in a long time. Those are probably just driver's girlfriends, which, whatever, that's fine. Um, damn, though. Like, sitting in, the, I went up in the grandstands and watched the 50 lap, uh, say, three 50 lap heat races for the late models. And they were all those like there was minxes on all four sides of me. I'm like, holy fuck. Jesus. I want to race here <laughs> weekly. And I want to and I want to stay the night and come back tomorrow. You know what's not close to Thunder Road though? Uh, yeah, Wind of Maine. Wind of Maine. About three and a half hours. <laughs> get a get a street stock and just leave it oh, in the parking just lot. Just give me the nicest Chevy fucking Cavalier nineteen ninety eight and I'll race up there weekly. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be fun. Yeah. So kind of a kind of a shitty day and uh really I I like I felt guilty. I kind of felt like I quit on my guys, but um Later on in the past super late model race, we're getting loaded up, and um, I saw Dennis Spencer. He came in with a flat right front under green, and uh, he pitted, and they fixed it, and he went back out, and we couldn't really see the racetrack from where we were parked, but you could obviously hear it, and uh, about 
four or five minutes after Dennis went back out onto the racetrack. I assume he probably lost 10 laps under green, changing a tire. Track goes quiet. Yep, something must have happened. Uh, you know, they only had 11 cars, so the chances of there being a yellow in the pass race were pretty slim. And Dennis Spencer's car came in on the wrecker with the right front ripped off, the rear end falling out of it, all every body panel on the right side destroyed. And I'm like, that's why you quit. <laughs> I bet I know what happened. <laughs> that's why you quit when you're having a bad day. Because if you go back out there, you're going to gain nothing. You're going to gain nothing. It pays the same for last on back. Um, bummer for Dennis. He's a good dude. But I, uh, that made me feel a little better. Because like I said, I did feel like I quit on my guys. But um, yeah, that was Thunder Road for me. Mm. Uh, so, uh, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I was at Leo say speedway all three days of the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, because Friday got rained out. They, uh, they jam packed a lot of fucking auto racing into two days. Saturday was no exception. Uh, showed up there right around noonish, uh, when you can fire motors cause it, the racetrack is literally right next to a nudist colony. That is not a joke. That is an actual statistical ge- geographical fact. Cedar waters. Yeah. Um, so we, we uh, we were out there watching practice and um, get, just getting ready for the day. And what we had been doing um, anytime we've been going to Lee is that we kind of have like Lindsay and Chase and, and me and Randy, we all go up in the announcer's booth. And it's not a very big area, but like I also kind of want to still be there in case Lindsay needs anything with the baby. So it just wasn't super functional, um, which leads into Sunday a little bit. But um, Saturday, this it was every bang banger and other kind of bang banger and bang banger bangers and all and the just, two bang two bangers yeah and outlaw <clears throat> street stock they call them late models street models late stocks whatever the fuck you want to call them um they had that uh just a lot of fucking racing like i said we we're up and down the stands all day long um turnout wasn't super awesome for saturday unfortunately deerfield fair was also going on a scheduling conflict that kind of happened uh, before Ben bought the racetrack, which he had to kind of push through 2023 to get through. Um, same thing with Sunday. Uh, but Sunday, there was a pretty decent crowd where you showed up with the little flappy bird. Uh, we went back to the racetrack Sunday and uh, Lindsay was like kind of on the fence of like, yeah, do we go? Do we, you know, he's got a bedtime of like seven. Does it make sense? And I was like, why don't you just go down in like the VIP booth below us there. And Ben called me like literally as we're having that conversation, he's like, Oh yeah, it's wide open. So, <laughs> so we had the Tahoe ferrated full of pillows and blankets and play mats and bassinets and strollers and car seats and a baby we were moving and into Lee speed. We were the day. moving in, uh, but it was, <laughs> it was actually awesome. So shout out Ben and John Esperanet and the whole Leo say speedway staff. They literally gave uh Lindsay and chase the entire VIP section to themselves he had his old little playmat set up. He had every all the creature comforts of home right there at the racetrack. So pretty spoiled little baby uh, to be able to just have the whole run of the racetrack already. Um, so that was really cool to see. But uh, they put on a little flappy bird race where uh, we got to do something pretty cool, Bob. And uh, you brought the little one out, right? Yep. And uh, got a brand new motor this week, finally, from Louis Michelitis. Um, that thing is a stump puller. Um, that definitely <laughs> helped. Wished I could have had it for the Star Classic, but... Uh, Made a couple setup changes on the car with things I wanted to try. Like, really had nothing to lose. And uh, by far, the best 350 car I've ever brought to Lee. Um, I think I had a shot at the pole. <clears throat> Ran, uh, we had two laps for time trials. And my first lap was faster than anyone else's first lap. And uh, 
I went into three, it turned, it hooked the bottom. I was wide open, like three car lengths before the middle. And I was like laughing. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to get to the start and finish line. I'm going to shut it off like a cup car. <laughs> and just about the time where I started to count the $200 it paid for quick time, it took off in like a late, late push out of four. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to plug this thing right in the fence. <laughs> so I had to lift. I had to check up like four or five car lengths before the line, get it turned. And I never, when I lifted, I never even got back in the gas. I just lifted. I'm like, I already knew my first lap was good enough for second. There was only two cars behind me going out for time trials. So it wasn't that worried. You didn't miss it by much for whatever it's worth. No. And, and I, I know saw if, you fired into three. Cause again, I'm watching from the announcer's booth and you kind of see how everybody's like attacking the racetrack. I saw you bail it into three. I was like, there's no fucking way that that thing sticks. Oh, and it, I was yeah, like, there's no way when I got it to the yellow line and got it to change direction. That's when I was I, if you miss it, if, you know, if you drive it in too deep, you miss your direction change, then you know you're fucked. But it like turned and it hooked, and I'm like, fuck it, here we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, so I had to lift, and my second lap with lifting four or five car lengths before the line was still third fastest overall. Right. I'm like, dude, that was gonna be a five. That was gonna fucking that and was it, a pull lap easily. And it was like a like coming off a of four, like you audibly hear the whoop, 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 whoop. So I'm like, oh, he just fucking junked that lap. And he goes across the line. I was like, it's still an oh. 80. <laughs> well, all right, Bob, we get it. So <laughs> I, dick away. I uh, come in and I fucking like, fuck. <laughs> and Brandon's like, what? I was like, dude, I had that pull by a mile if it had stuck that last lap. And Brandon, yeah, I heard you lift. <laughs> <laughs> So um, they did a redraw. Jeffrey Battle ended up getting the pole, and then he redraws the pole, and I'm like, fuck, forget it. Like, this race is over. Luckily, I redrew third, which was good, but it just, it's so hard in those cars, especially at Lee. You get so strung out, and everybody's so close, except Jeffrey, who's a half a second faster than us all somehow. Um, Bradley Babb was second. He got he got in line on the start, and I worked him over and worked him over, and I and I know I was much better than him, but I wasn't good enough to get up beside him to show him a wheel and pass him, and eventually just got frustrated. I'm like, you know what, whatever, fuck it. Second or third, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to win this race. Jeffrey's so far ahead that people, some people thought me and Brad were battling for the lead because they didn't know Jeffrey was the leader. Jeffrey was half a lap ahead of you guys before <clears throat> that yellow came out. Yeah. And as you said, yellow comes out. Brad broke something. Um, I don't know what it was, but it was all of the hot water right in my face, which was rad. Um, loved that. Uh, luckily, I wear that like helmet skirt thing, but I could like still like it. It didn't like hurt, but I, you could feel it was hot. I'm like, man, I'm glad I had that helmet skirt thing or else my neck would have just got fucking boiling hot water all over it. Restarted second with nine to go. I mean, Jeffrey, when he, what did he pull? Five or six car lengths, but it wasn't the half of track he put on it originally. So well, he, uh, so I, I'm, they, we have timing and scoring up there too, and I'm looking at it, and he is consistently like five, six, yeah. seven tenths of a second faster. Which every it wouldn't, single it probably lap. wouldn't have like, looked, oh, probably fuck. wouldn't have looked that bad if I had gotten by Bradley um, earlier, because you know, like I said, Brad was, he was running like. I rewatched the broadcast and you were saying he was running like 14 ones and twos and Jeffrey's like 13 sevens. Yeah. I think I, it would have been a little closer if I wasn't behind him, but um, at the end of the race, we were still one, two tenths off the pace. Um, brought it home second. Well, was good to have a good run with that car. I'd struggled. Um, had plenty of time to think <clears throat> the last probably <clears throat> six or seven laps. I'm like, man, this is going to be weird. You get interviewed by Charlie. <laughs> Yeah. And I had every intention and I chickened out uh, when you got to me 
and we did our interview, I was just going to take the microphone and I was going to go interview Jeffrey. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I don't want to fuck up what these guys got going on. You know, I guess I, we could, we I could take let it, it happen. I don't give a fuck. I was like, we could take it a little somewhat seriously. And within 30 seconds, we drop a 69 joke uh, in the middle of the interview. If <laughs> nice. you haven't heard it, I posted it on our Facebook page last night. Um, surprised neither one of us swore because we did feel like we were just doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was a definitely an interesting feeling for sure. I've gotten to do it. I did it with you and I did it with somebody else too didn't i that we know kyle bush oh right that guy yeah, me and yeah. him are the same i mean <laughs> no not him uh i feel like i did it with somebody else too but it is an interesting feeling because like obviously we've known each other for fucking ever and that's just not how we typically yeah, talk that was, to each other it was different worlds colliding yeah <laughs> it's not how we typically talk to each other um so you have to like you said be half-assed professional but also want to be silly as we are and uh Instantly got a 69 joke out there, uh, right I, to the mass. I think I opened the interview with, have we met before? And you're like, not even once. I'm like, good. We'll just skip this and do this on Monday. <laughs> um, no, it actually, so the the crowd on Sunday was decent, right? Uh, Stans had a decent crowd. Beautiful day. Beautiful. Beautiful summer day we were having on October 1st. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there was, I think they said like 16,000 people watching the streaming service. Um, so that, t- that for whatever it's worth, almost probably 18,000 people heard a nice joke, uh, from two thirds of the black flag podcast, which, uh, you just love to see that really. I'm hoping at least 10 of those people signed up using promo code BFP. Mm, mm, that cool. would be nice. Yeah. Uh, racedaytv.com hashtag or uh, promo code BFP, uh, no free ads, but there's a, there's an ad there for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that was cool. Uh, one uh, one little stat I uh, figured I'd I'd share with you, Bob, and I texted Bradley a uh, little side chat that we had here. It's fine. I don't want to be included in these <laughs> things. The uh, the Sunday portion of events was delayed by twenty six minutes. Reason being, it took exactly twenty six minutes for your first practice to get pushed out of the pit area. Hmm. And the entire show was half an hour behind to where it got into like kind of a crunch area because there's like a contract because it was also simulcast with Racing America and it was the, like it was it needs to start at two o'clock period <clears throat> end of start like that there that is the time that this starts and everybody's running around trying to figure out how do we do that like what do we do how to do this that the other thing and they are motherfucking all the flappy birds for having to get push started which everything <laughs> after the first practice i'll give you credit they had fucking 11 push trucks ready to go but the well, first one i guess was so just what, one at a time well, yeah what it was was the first they gave you have to fire the engines to try to get them to warm up which whatever it it um is what it is but yeah we were all down there at 11:45 really you know, fire motors at 12 o'clock and you know lee has an odd access road it's like an old racetrack that's kind of like still connected to the current racetrack and it's very fucked up yeah lee used to actually be a triangle but they had they had four or five trucks sitting down there and they were just one at a time and they weren't even driving the push trucks onto the racetrack they were firing us in like the chute oh fuck and then the push truck would back back down and pick up another one and go. Oh, yeah, you can't have that. Jesus. The fucking guy backed into the wall at one point. I love that. put a concrete scuff mark <laughs> down the left side of his bed. And I love that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually sitting there going, what are we fucking doing? Even Ben and uh, the, the race director, they're up there like, why are we not doing it the way that has worked for literally 40 fucking years? Like, Which, what, what and, are we doing? And that's a scheduling conflict. They never put like a time for supers to fire before the day started. So mm. 
that's what pushed everything back. Whereas had they put a well, you know, twenty minute super fire and taken four minutes off five practices, you would have been fine. But yeah, they never did yeah. that. They rolled right into Granite State, which had a twenty or thirty minute session and Which I, I, I agree with the the twenty, thirty minute session for the, the pro stocks. I mean we're talking, you know, uh, eventually did the, did over the ten thousand shooters need two fifteen minute rounds of practice. Probably ten. Would have been fine. Plenty, honestly. What are you gonna like no disrespect to our six shooter community because they are them. the elite prominent short track division in the country but we've said that they should be the main event on what are you changing on what are you practicing like what can you change on those air pressure uh like that, maybe a strut like move a strut in or out you're not you shouldn't get yeah, a stock yeah, car well you haven't i think there's like an inch of camber you can fuck they I don't all know, have that much. they get all had much, it yeah. like I, every get single it. one i drove by in the pit area the right front laid right into the motor <laughs> get get a new fire suit yeah like you I, shouldn't need to practice at all i'm but. all i'm all for seat time just not when it's wasting my time that, that, that's it uh but yeah no i just i thought i'd drop that little nugget in there uh, a little funny little side note that we had yeah. going on because they, they're just like why the fuck haven't we been doing yeah, this that the was, way that they did it for 40 fucking that years. was very interesting and it was short-lived because when we went out for our actual first practice it's all the the four or five to- push well, trucks even, that were there even the the feature the, the whole inside row has a push truck yeah it took everybody it just one time inside outside everybody's fired i'm like if it was like that all the time i wouldn't give them nearly as much right. shit but fucking christ when you're doing mm. them one at a time that's a great time to get up pissed get a hot dog fucking stretch your legs whatever but um no i just i had to shit on you a little bit there um because it obviously i didn't make the decision it obviously is only your fault it it took (laughs) so long every time they rushed us down to fucking you know we gotta be ready which is good like i respect the shit out of bobby's staff robin specifically you know she she's fucking on it i twice i drove down to lineup not even in the car i'm just sitting on top of my belts helmets on the fucking hood and you know she comes down she's like you know you, you're, you're out you're out after i'm like yeah i go brandon what time is it you know 69 69 o'clock is like, yeah, we got nice. tw- we got 20 minutes i'm not putting all my shit on and sitting here and baking in the sun <laughs> i promise i've done this more than three times where i know how to get belted in, in like years ago this was probably fashion. this was probably like two or three years ago and i was harassing the girl that does lineups uh for pass at thunder road saturday for the same for the same shit and i told her the same story robin was giving me a bunch of shit um I was in the middle of having a conversation with Kevin Nobley and my dad about the big block car, but the small block time trials were, were getting ready. I was I was 18th in the time trial order. They're calling for car number one. And we're having a conversation about the big block car, and she comes right up right in the middle, not even uh, caring that we're having a conversation. You need to be in your car. Let's go. And I fucking flipped out. <laughs> flipped out. I'm like, Robin, I will bet you a thousand fucking dollars that if you ever have a fucking competition of who can get in their car the quickest, I'll win it hands down. Was and, that the, was that the right thing to say? Uh, no, she didn't really appreciate that. So, <laughs> so me being me being uh, Richard Petty, uh, I said I'll fix this. Uh, they're calling for time trials. I get in my car, I get strapped in, I push my three fifty right in the middle of pit road, and she's like, "Well, you're not out till 18th. I'm like, "Well, you came down hollering at me to get ready. I'm fucking ready." She's like, "Well, now you're in the way." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> So I get out of my car, push it back out of the way. And ever since then, Robin, she knows that I know what's going on. I'm like, I promise you, I am so fucking OCD about race day procedures and schedules. You never have to tell me what's going on. There's at least one car you don't have to worry about. And secondly, I have thousands of dollars and thousands of hours invested in these two race cars. You think I'm going to miss the race? (laughs) You think I'm going to miss qualifying for the race? No. No, I will be ready. I promise you. Which is uh, that's fair. That's all fair. But 
but both counts probably. But uh, no, Sunday was a felt good. Felt good to get that off my chest. Yeah, no, Sunday was a great day of auto <laughs> racing. Uh, in addition to Bob Flappin, they also had uh, the Michael. Or, uh, I'm probably going to get this wrong. Uh, a Getting Memorial something or other um forgive me again for not knowing the exact verbiage of the name of the race it was a memorial race for one of the yetons and uh wayne hellowell jr drove a six shooter <laughs> i saw him straight to victory lane sunday <laughs> i saw him sunday morning ways bobby how's it going i says are you really racing a six shooter today he's like yeah pumped i'm like fucking pumped like why he's like i didn't have enough going on today (laughs) (laughs) so not only did he bring his super late model for the $8,500 to win show he also was driving a six shooter where he then started on pole and led every single lap you're kidding (laughs) and won the race uh seemed to be fucking pumped about the o'reilly auto parts six shooter win uh, that he now has under his belt guys won in super late models late models limited super modified oxford 250 all the every every box first first ballot hall of famer for the new england motorsports hall of fame but uh I bet that was his first career six-shooter win. (laughs) (laughs) Which I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. Dan Collins put a post out today. Was that today? Yesterday? About entry-level divisions. And he's like, I don't want to fucking hear about uh, experience coming down, this, that, the other thing. The coolest thing that any of those six-shooter guys got to do was race against Wayne Hallowell Jr. Because... We, again, we love a six-shooter. A lot of those guys probably aren't going to get an opportunity to run a super late model, but they had the opportunity to run against Wayne Hill, and I think that that's fucking awesome. And he didn't personally. win the second one. No, he fucking pulled off. He was like, eh, can't, nope, done. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, he, uh, he retired from the second one, and uh, he hopped in the super late model for later on. And I think it's, I think it's a derby thing, Brad. Um, I used to hate single-car qualifying. Absolutely fucking miserable time. And uh, ever since we went to the Derby, that is probably the best part of the whole weekend. Uh, single car qualified. They hype it up so good. Um, the announcers down there, they do an incredible job to keep you interested, keep you informed, and let you know what's going on and hype it up. If somebody crosses line and, and into a bubble spa or a new quick time, whatever, the place fucking blows up, right? And we're not even right. We're literally one car on the racetrack. And I thought I always thought that that was really cool the way that they do that. So I've tried to kind of like adopt that as much as I can when I am put in the situation of single car qualifying. Uh, you guys did it for the Flappy Birds, the little ones, and then uh, the Grand State Pro Stock Series did it. And I had an absolute ball fucking calling single car qualifying. So uh, that was <laughs> you seem to be out sitting in the shoot during the super time trials and I could hear kind of it seemed like you were yelling less than normal probably yeah i mean and also when reps. you when you did when you came down to interview me after the feature i my first thought was charlie is exhausted that is correct <laughs> <laughs> that, that is correct yes um yeah it was a, it was a long weekend but uh no uh grand state brought their own uh announcer in for their race so kevin bushward senior Bouchway. 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 Um yeah where's uh, a where's a cowboy hat great guy yeah. great guy got a kind of an iconic voice at this point like you just it's one of those ones you just recognize right off the bat it is a mm. it is a fucking really i don't know recognizable <laughs> yeah. voice for sure You're like yeah. it, and it, it it's i don't know it's just like a vibe i don't know how to yeah. explain it like yeah he's the seekonk announcer um <laughs> like normally, you hear an andy austin it's a vibe you hear a uh um, uh, Bruce Marco, uh, yeah, Marco. You hear you hear Bruce on there. It's just it's a vibe, right? And he, I thought Marco was the Grand Estate announcer. What happened uh, there? Yep. Uh, so uh, 
Um, Sounds like I'm going to find out when we hit <laughs> when we hit stop recording. Um, yeah, so great job by Kevin, for sure. Um, it, it gave us the opportunity where, again, Lindsay and Chase were set up in their own little like VIP world below the announcer's booth. So I got to literally call the whole races, hand the mic over, sit down in a fucking pl- plush leather chair, and watch 150 laps of one of the greatest shows that I've seen in quite a while. Great race. Uh, phenomenal race. Um, Corey Bubar. Uh, we're, we all know him. We all, we've all known him for a long time. Him and I went at it a little bit in the sports series before he eventually did move up into super late model ranks. I hit him in the it. face with a baseball when we were 11, caused him to get six stitches. Probably deserved it. No, uh, we were just little ass kids. Our dads were working on go-karts and the, doing go-kart things, and we were out in the yard playing catch with a baseball, <laughs> and he missed, and it smoked him right in the face and blew his face <laughs> wide open like Nick Sanchez, and... That was no. the end of go-kart night that oh, night. <laughs> love that. Uh, but no, it's uh, Corey's been up in the race and pro stocks. He really model since 2012. And has had now. a terrible last couple of years, luck-wise. Yeah. Him and Alan Barry, they, they, and his dad, obviously, they they have a great program over there. Mike Landry uh, is also his father-in-law. And I think he spots for him, right? Landry yeah. does. Um, so that, that's a cool little program that they have going on there. Um, I don't know if I talked about it before, but Corey and I actually had like a, a, a moment the, the night that Beatrice closed down and nobody knew about it. Um, kind of, I snuck my way up into the front stretch stands and just took, grabbed an area and sat there by myself. Nobody is around, not even a single person. And, uh, just kind of taking it all in. I look over to my right and Corey's probably, I don't know, a hundred feet away from me, but I, I can tell it's Corey and, uh, Beatridge meant a lot to both myself and him. Obviously, like we grew up there, did a lot of cool things there. Corey had a lot of success well, there. Like an extra added kick in the dick for him. It was like the week before, or maybe even that night, his dad got inducted into the Beatridge Hall of Fame. Yeah, it was that that night, I think. Yeah, and before that the fucking, races started. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce Compound, as we have for every single episode of the Black Flag Podcast. If you're ever looking for a second opinion on your current merchant service provider, get a hold of Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. Whether you have a multi-million dollar online store or a credit card machine for your local liquor store counter, Solero Commerce has all the ways to make sure you get your money safely. Per usual, we also want to shout out some of the OG pals of the show for their continued support. AnyRacingNews.com, The Graphics Coop, Daniel Eugene Photography, Lee USA Speedway, and Hudson Speedway. Now back to your regularly scheduled stupidity. Um, so just like I said, it was a big wave of emotions. And uh, Corey and I, we, I, we we're friendly. Like we don't necessarily send each other Christmas cards or anything like that. But we went over there and I, we just had a good old fashioned bro hug uh, in the front stretch stands there and respectfully kind of fucked off from each other again and had our moment there. So uh, knowing the struggles that he's gone through, he fucking went airborne at Oxford at the 250. Had a fucking really hard crash there. Crashed a lap one of the heat race at Loudon this True. year. Yeah, Start, started the year right off fucking right in the shit. Uh, so has definitely had a, had himself a 2023, <clears throat> but he, uh, he showed up to Lee on a fucking mission. And uh, they did single car qualifying, and uh, Ben Vasowski showed up. It was already $8,500 to win, $600 to everybody taking the green flag. Ben offered... $2,000 additional dollars to anybody in the top five that was going to take the tail and won the race. So potential over ten grand to the winner. Uh, Derek Griffith took that. Fluff was, uh, I think, smarter than that. <laughs> um, Derek Griffith came from the tail yeah, Ryan, all the way up Ryan the top Ryan Green five. got the pole, turned it down. Corey on the outside pole turned it down, so Derek was third, and he, he yeah, took it. He took it. But uh, he uh, he started out back, charged his way up to the, the front there. He was in the top five. Uh, probably before halfway uh kind of rode around there behind farrington for quite a while farrington showed up with a stout piece as well um everybody in the top five was kind of 
mirroring each other and then it was like the rest of the field um but again uh derek griffith's up to the top five had a right front go down unfortunately brought a yellow out and then it was the uh the fluffy and jimmy show for sure renfrew and boobar put on a fuck of a show there getting into lap traffic Corey kind of just outsmarted jimmy i think he he kind of picked him off got around him put a gap on him uh then they had a late race restart and jimmy did everything in his power to wreck both of them without actually wrecking them both. Uh, it was just a good, hard, fucking stout battle for the race lead. Corey just slowly kind of inched away from him, inched away from him, inched away from him, and then finally just fucking hit the afterburners and was a good straightaway ahead of him. Looked like looked like Jimmy had a definitely a way better short run car, and Corey definitely turned it on at the Corey end. Corey looked fucking wicked tight uh, when yeah, they he, first fired yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He did. was going into one and two, especially just showing the whole bottom to Jimmy, and Jimmy tried to just bail it in there as hard as he could every time just to get a quarter on him. And uh, Corey held him off. Corey's a good little race car driver. He always has been. And uh, like I said, it, all the troubles that we've seen him have, the little moment he and I had a few years ago, and uh, it was it was cool from one Beechridge kid to another to kind of see that success flourishing uh, in a couple different ways for us both at a completely different racetrack. So I was really happy for Corey. I uh, saw his whole family. Landry was sitting literally right in front of us in the, the VIP booth there. He was ecstatic and uh, good Corey's for Corey's just too. one of the nicest kids. Super quiet, doesn't say boo, never really gets too worked up. Um, will race the shit out of anyone, too. Yeah, like That is correct. He races hard, races respectfully. and He and- probably, of the people that I have had the privilege to race with, he is top five hardest people to get around and you would never guess it because he is just so quiet and mellow mannered and never says yeah boo yeah no you about really, anything really does. and when he does though it's it's all of it usually but so it was good to see i don't think there was many people that were too disappointed to see him no. win and i don't think that he was really on anybody's radar either to pick that one off and uh he was no. lights out absolutely lights out at the end especially but uh, like I said, really happy for him. Jimmy Renfrew rounded out the top two, and I think third Ryan went to Green. Ryan Green, uh, who got a little emotional in victory lane as well, too, which is always awesome to see. Ryan only gets to run a handful of races, and he had his whole family there, all his kids and his yeah, wife. He was, and he was a Lee so. guy. He won won championships and tons of races at Lee, and he said, uh, I got a chuckle out of his Facebook post. He, he sounded like he had a better car than a than, than, uh, better driver because he's like, man, 150 laps is a long time basically <laughs> yeah. getting at that he fell out of the seat at the end but uh also not to uh to go unannounced either dave cameron uh the two-time and <clears throat> now still defending champion of the black flag podcast ridge runners at lee usa speedway got an opportunity stemming from a uh i assume drunken conversation at the banquet last year those are when the best deals are made <laughs> uh between he and archie saint Hilaire. archie uh very well known in our area used to own a nascar uh cup team um I think sold his charter or something along those lines and took that money, reinvested it back into a super late model program has two cars. He owned the car that Tyler Reddick got second in same car that Kyle Busch got second in this year. Um, he had Brandon Barker driving that one. And then, uh, he put Dave Cameron and a drunk after a drunken conversation at the bar at the, the Lee banquet last year saying, well, we ought to see what you can do in a super late model. And I think, Dave probably reminded him of that conversation and uh, Archie, Archie made good on it, gave him the opportunity. So a true street stock guy, he's done everything there is to do in a, a street stock, mad bomber, Ridge runner, whatever it, it is to do. He's won championships races. I think he told me after his went, did he want it star right for classic weekend for the sling bomber race? I wasn't there. Maybe, I but uh, he said that that win was actually number 60 on his career. Um, so again, Wildcats, Mad Bombers, doesn't matter. He's usually the guy and, in one and of those not only under that, five divisions. But he, he spent 
<clears throat> he spends you know, all year working at Star, selling tires, you know, parking, whatever they need for help. Uh, he's been an on-track official for us, I've seen before. He put other people in his car on the Fast Friday series, so just does a lot for short track racing in general. Yeah, and he's the guy doing whatever he can just to get to the racetrack, has a very humble you know, camper that he brings there, too, as well, too. So very, very cool to see him get that opportunity. Uh, didn't finish last, either. Uh, he finished, I think, 20th out of 28, so uh, pretty cool to see that. Very, very happy for Dave. Uh, he's certainly deserves it we'll see if he maybe gets another opportunity as well too but uh just really really cool weekend all around uh oktoberfest uh i think with this new management team that ben has is, is basowski properties group he he owns lee now um so we know that that's not going anywhere uh he owns hudson he owns uh claremont motorsports park as well too uh part of that race day tv package that you can get that's all the content from those three racetracks so uh, Ben's certainly putting a lot of cool things together. 2023 was kind of the last portion of what he still had to deal with from uh, taking the racetrack over. 2024 is going to be the first clean slate that he actually gets in terms of scheduling and and events and all sorts of cool things. And uh, already talking about doing that $30,000 to win show to, to kick off next year, bringing super late models over there too. So I'm uh, just really, really excited to see what's going on there, Ben. Obviously, good pal of all of ours, and uh, certainly investing a lot back into it. And Lee is uh, hopefully getting back on the map. There's a lot of hype around it, and I'm I'm excited to be just a very, very, very incredibly small portion of that. So, your voice rested up. Oh yeah, definitely no, but I I uh, I, I was bummed that I missed Oktoberfest. Obviously, Lee is one of those places. It's like a destination whenever uh, any big event is coming up. It is Operation Pack the Bar. Unfortunately, wasn't able to be a part of it. Um, did uh, plan. Quite a while ago, like, uh, and I've already talked about going to Talladega, but it, I was definitely checking Race Monitor and, and checking uh, Facebook for the results of both the Milk Bowl and um, the uh, Super Late Model Race and, and Bobby's Race just to see, you know, what was going on um, back home. But, um, yeah, it was cool, definitely cool to see Corey win. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I got to go back all the way to uh, Saturday morning. Um just uh, the, obviously waking up at Talladega is super cool, but uh, every morning was so early, um, more than like just any other race race, just because of there's so many people still coming in, parking their cars. And, um, you know, uh, our buddy Brian Hahn, he, he woke up the first morning to a Richard Petty driving experience car going around the racetrack at seven o'clock in the morning. So uh, that was probably pretty egregious on his end, but they had truck qualifying at, uh, it was about eight 30. It got a little delayed, but um, knew that I was going to be up pretty early and uh, have a beer in my hand to watch that one. So, um, you know, we watched them come around a handful of times and saw enough of that and decided to, uh, you know, kind of just start the day. Shout out to uh, Brian's buddy, Dan, he was making all the food and stuff. And every single morning it was like a, you either had your choice of bacon egg and cheese or bacon sausage egg and cheese and there was always hash browns to go with it so the fucking breakfast sandwiches were absolutely phenomenal um definitely a good way to start the day when you uh, had a pretty late night and uh yeah just saturday like i mentioned the qualifying started and then the truck race was at noon um at central time so now you're you pretty much after qualifying was over you have like an hour and a half there's really not much time so we didn't uh we didn't go to the garage or anything. Uh, we, we did have the passes, uh, shout out to Keeter, but so they have this like fan viewing area that's right off of turn two, right as they get onto the back stretch. And that's where, you know, Brian and Dan and, and um, Dave and, and Julie and Ryan were going to go watch the race. So I'm like, uh, Hey, you guys going to go over to Christians? And you know, they, they said at one point they're like, yeah, I'll probably make my way down there. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go watch at Christians. Um, 
And I, at, at this point, I, I thought they were all going to come with me, but it ended up just being me wandering over to Christians. And you had to have a different break, like wristband to get into where they were. Um, like ours was green and theirs was yellow or whatever. And so luckily the fucking guy that was doing it on Saturday was colorblind. absolutely colorblind. Yeah, because I just walked right through. Like I saw him like... He, he stopped a couple other people like, right before I got up there. Checked it under not his job. Oh, no, I, I, I think that he just... Well, so Friday night, the, whoever Another was working... Another classic case of if you just act like you belong. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. We, on, are, we are kings at that. We'll get, on to the, get into that on um, on uh, Sunday a little bit more. But so I go all the way down to, uh, to Christians, get there, and they're doing a beer Olympics of their own. And everyone is dressed like their own i walk in and i'm like what in the fuck is going on because everyone is dressed like a different country like some sort of theme like there's like a japan shirt like people are you know have like a canadian flag american flags there's uh there was like a a leprechaun literal pair of pants that had like a leprechaun sticking out of it with like the arms and shit and you were just walking around and the leprechaun was doing a little dangle and people had capes on some dude looked like Rey mysterio it was fucking unbelievable and i walk over there with like a bfp shirt and i'm like like nickelodeon guts yeah i walk over the bfp shirt and i'm like did i the fuck I never got the memo. Fuck. (laughs) And so I'm like, what is going on? They're like the beer Olympics. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm watching them set this all up. And I was like, oh, I'll like record this, you know, record the alternate angle because everyone was pretty much participating. And they had a referee, the referee fucking jersey on. It was a pretty sure it was cuz nugget. That was uh, the guy that did the, and when he graduated college, he did like the Kyle Larson. Like, just want to thank my guys. Went super viral, like took his hat off, like his, his fucking whatever that those dumb, college fucking school hats are. Oh, and then he kept like putting like yeah, Gatorade bottles yeah. and cheese it boxes. Yeah, and he got and like the fucking laundry like, detergent. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got, yeah, whatever. He yeah. was just plugging all the sponsors. But, uh, so I'm pretty sure he was the ref, whatever, but never met him. And I'm over there just loitering. And the first challenge is like, it's basically you have pails that you typically would bring to a beach, obviously filled with beer and you're doing a relay race with your team. So I think you had to be over there for like a specific amount of seconds or something and chug or I don't know exactly how it was working because some people were chugging a lot and I don't know what was going on. They would basically go back and forth and I'm like, man, I could really be good at this. (laughs) And they ended up not needing me obviously for the first event. So I'm like sitting around like, damn, kind of sucks. You know, I missed out on the, uh, the chugging of beer that'd be a lot of fun uh, i'm pretty good at that and <laughs> so, just over on the sideline <laughs> yeah. chugging beers all by himself. yeah i literally am i'm just one beer after another and hey so guys, I'm like, can i play keep in mind i got I prefer, on the plane I prefer to drink without exercise keep in mind i got on the plane no i did a fucking 84 mile poker run the day before uh <laughs> the, gotta burn all those carbs off yeah apparently honestly i probably came back weighing less than what i went down there with and i had four thousand beers but uh, keep in mind, I got on the plane with, you're not allowed to have a carry-on, just personal items. So it was just my backpack, no backpack cooler. I walked over, swear to God, with a Bucky's plastic bag filled with fucking Bud Light, like absolutely ripping at the seams. So when you said uh, just, yeah, yeah, look the part. Yeah, for sure. Walk over with a fucking plastic bag with just cans in it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Ripped plastic bag with, at that. But so I'm staying off to the side and they get done the first event. And that uh, that event took, uh, took a couple people out. And uh, so <laughs> they ended up meeting a whole team Canada. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, oh, fucking right. Like, Christian's like, you want to be part of team Canada? And I was like, absolutely. I already know you, the national anthem. I was going to say, you didn't even respond. You just stood up, took your hat off and started screaming swear, the yeah, national anthem. Literally, he asked me that. And I'm, I'm, you know, just fucking bumping elbows with some of the other countries. And I'm like, I know my whole fucking Canadian national anthem. I will sit here and sing right after we win the next event. And uh, this other kid, Noah, came over. Uh, it wasn't Gregson. I'm not 100% sure who he was, but uh, he was my teammate first game's flip cup 
I already know I'm going to be absolutely ass at Flip Cup. I've played Flip Cup one time in my life, and Charlie stacked me, and I had to take a sip out of the grossest concoction that you've ever fucking seen. Oh, yeah. I ever. fucking waxed you at that. Yeah. I forgot about that. No, literally what pissed me off is it was the first time I ever played Flip Cup, and I am like absolutely doing better than you for the entire game, and then I am fucking full-blown anxiety. Like, if he stacks me, I have to drink that. If he stacks me, I have to drink that. Yeah, first flip. Fold it up stack. like an inflated oh, under pressure. It. Yeah, I was pissed, but... uh so naturally, I'm, I'm sitting there playing flip club, absolutely just getting rinsed. Not wasn't good, but I didn't cost our team the win. Unfortunately, a good buddy Noah down at the end cost us the win. He got stacked, and they're like, "Yeah, Canada's out." And I'm like, "Oh, that was fucking short lived." <laughs> so just drank a bunch of piss warm, fucking bush heavy, and just fucked off. And so I'm just sitting there waiting and waiting. And this other guy Brian, who is the absolute man, he's the one wearing a full like leprechaun costume and, and the pictures. Is that he I put in Ireland? The yeah, he was <laughs> Ireland. Um, and he's like, hey, do you want to be a part of Team Ireland? And I'm like, well, my mother's maiden name is O'Donnell. So, yeah, I could probably do that one, too. That would be perfect. So now <laughs> I'm part so, of... So I know the anthem and my mother's maiden name are your yeah. two prerequisites. Yeah. 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 Ireland picked up Canada off the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And so now I'm like, fuck, like, I need to be, like, I need to get my shit, like, What is the ready. prize? Like, what's the grand prize? Uh, bragging rights for Just a whole year. that you won? Yeah, okay. literally. Okay. What, yeah, more, like what more do you need? Oh, I didn't know if there was like any sort of trophies or like belts or, so, or something going along. So in here, case you were wondering even. why in the video of the semi truck going around carrying the American national flag during the national anthem, you heard the Olympics theme song playing in the background. That was why. So <laughs> now obviously this all starts and the next game is like you're bouncing the pong ball. It's basically like flip cup, but you're just doing with a pong ball instead absolutely fucking just roasting it on that so, I'm fucking it, so is it like a track and field event where it's like you're adding up all the points between like pong and then other other very like flip cup and such or yeah. is it like individual events uh, well it's it's individual events mm, and you were just eliminating one team per event and we uh, ended up we ended up finishing third it really wasn't that bad I, bronze, I felt not bad. no wasn't Can't. wasn't bad there was like eight fucking countries total so i was like hell yeah you know i showed up and missed the first event completely hey, was, i was on the pup and <laughs> <laughs> finally jonathan taylor join practice and uh yeah no it was but it was a good time uh obviously the truck race was going on while we were doing it and um so yeah we're uh, watching them just absolutely rip down the backstretch was fucking gnarly and they had this massive tv <clears throat> underneath like this big easy up bunch of chairs and stuff and we're just hanging out and again it was beautiful the entire weekend like it was pretty much like exactly perfect weather like if you could order it like on a fucking menu the entire weekend from start to finish it was awesome so um enjoying all of that obviously is they're ripping down the backstretch and there was one time that they came off a of turn two and like obviously they're going by 150 times or whatever but there's one time they went off a of turn two and i'm like they're absolutely gonna wreck the next time by and so like i walk all the way to the fence which is probably like 50 feet away whatever and um, I walk over to the fence. Sure as shit. They come off turn two and they absolutely munch it. Fucking like one of the gray boys, the 17 <laughs> hits literally right in front of us. I was like, fucking right. Arca did arcing. Yeah, I called that. So I felt pretty good about myself. One for one on the weekend. And uh, so just, I mean, a race race goes, uh, comes down to the end. And we did this like uh, basically like Katie Buxton does. Just grab a poker ship and you got your starting position. I got Christian Eckes. And so they're coming off a turn two, and I'm like, fucking right. I got Christian Eckes. Christian Eckes is in the lead. 
watching them. They go down fucking into turn three. You lose sight of them. And I'm just like listening and like the TV's two laps behind fully. So I'm listening to the fucking announcer, like the PA system. And I'm like, Ekis, baby, Ekis, Ekis. I was like, right now at this point. Trouble, turn number four. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, they absolutely have no way. Like he's, he's, there's no way he doesn't finish in the top three right now. Like he'd have to get fucking shit rinsed by a whole line of cars. Like, come on, he's, he's got this. He's got this. Yeah, sure as shit. Fucking just washes up. Brett Moffat just ducks right in below him and he falls back 84 spots. Doesn't even finish close to the top three. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. So, uh, yeah, spoiler alert. I don't know if he was even lead draft by the end of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. So, Brett Moffat obviously ends up winning that one. Uh, I mean, also known as you. Yeah, same yeah. guy. Well, I, I you, a, you won twice this week. Yeah. The receding hairline on Brett Moffat scares the piss out of me because hey. a lot of people say we look alike. And I, I know that my hair doesn't look I think, like that right now. I honestly now, think you look more like Brett Moffat than you do Ryan Blaney. Well, I would, I would be willing to make that bet. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it looked Minus a lot more thing. like Ryan Blaney when I shaved and, and had long hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was That's fair. That, that is true. I did, I did completely forget that my two doppelgangers, I should have fucking bet on them. Well, but I guess the, I bet but they on don't Blaney, look like but. each other. It's odd. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah. not at all. Uh, but uh, no, when I have it's a mustache. Like if, they, if they procreated Bradley is, yeah. their, is their offspring. Yeah. Ryan Moffat. Pretty much. Yeah, Brad, Brad Blaney. Blaney. Ooh, Brad, Brad Blaney. Blaney. That's a sick, that's a sick name, Blaney, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Blaney. Just mm. change my name to that. Uh, no, Brett Blaney. Brett Blaney. Yeah, you're not allowed to be Brad. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. Moff Blainit. I done? feel like that's some shit you put in your camper <laughs> toilet to blow up. <laughs> Did you do no, that this weekend? That's just a you thing. <laughs> no, no, I didn't use the camper toilet. We had a yeah, I'll never, John for, I'll never forget your face. gas chamber. I will never, ever forget your face when I explained to you that you made a bomb <laughs> and, and then you left it an hour from here. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, fuck. Uh, see it from here but yeah so the truck race uh wraps up and uh, right after that they were doing cup qualifying so we obviously got our our passes and we were like oh like if we're going to use them i think that this is probably the perfect time to go use them would be cup qualifying because they're all kind of just loitering on pit road so um, we're down there buzzing and you know going to see you know anyone and everyone and you know ryan and julie are trying to get a picture with bubba and you know it, it's their first time really bubba on pit road yeah so um, you know, we're, we're sitting down for a while or sitting down there for a while. And I'm like, dude, like, do you guys want a picture with any of these guys? And he's like, yeah, Blaney's just standing there, get a picture with them, like take a picture for them with Bubba. And, you know, I think that they went down and saw Denny and then we met in the middle and we were just hanging out, talking to Ryan, um, uh, priest. And so that his fucking whole the, that whole Ryan priest thing this weekend was so phenomenal. <laughs> Every single thing that they did with that whole brand awareness thing. And it was perfect. Yeah. The, the interview with just the hands around uh, the, the mic, car, the car was good. Yeah. And we were good. So I think, I think we're going to be good. I think, I think we're going to, yeah, I think it's going to be good. He was committed um, to the bit. Yeah. And he, and he crushed it. No, it was awesome. And then the, the, to wrap it all up, his, fo- his post leaving. Short, short of literally running around in like whitey tighties, I think he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we're, we're like the best thing that I saw this weekend was uh, at the end. Well, not the best, I guess, but one of the better things he posted on social media was just a picture of the infield care center. And he's like, luckily I didn't have to go here this weekend or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're just buzzing down pit road and just seeing, you know, who's out and hanging around or whatever. And, um, I think Ryan goes over and is like, Hey Riley, can I get a picture to Riley Herps? And I'm like, Hey, what's going on, man? And I was just like, you absolutely do not know who I am. But one time I, we had dinner together. Yeah, one time we had. Uh, yeah, one time you, you we literally had Chinese sat, food or something. Yeah, one, one time you literally Mexican. sat next to me at dinner. Yeah, you, me, and Noah. I think it was just the three of us. Yeah, right? we he, Noah takes us because we don't really know where we are in the area. So Noah's like, "Yeah, let's just go get dinner." So we literally sit down at some hole in the wall piece of shit fucking Mexican place. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, is it all right if I my 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 buddy over?" We're like, I don't "Give a fucking, I don't give a shit." So literally, 
three minutes later, Riley Herbst walks through the, the door and we're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that they're actually best friends. Yeah. So he, I, I don't remember what he said. It wasn't like the actual, uh, it wasn't like the podcast. I think he might have mentioned the podcast or something, but I like somehow it came up. He's just like, oh, yeah, you have my number. And he's just like, yeah, you like haven't used it that often. And then he was like, yeah, you, sh- you got to have me on the podcast. And I was like, why do you guys keep saying this? Because I know I'm going to invite you and you're not going to come on. Yeah, that um, is correct. But yeah. uh, it was nice to hear that. You know, it was yeah. nice that they're thinking about coming yeah. on the show. It's like getting and- told you're pretty when you know you're fucking hideous, right? <laughs> yeah. Like It's just like, all right, well, yeah. at least they said it. Thank oh, you. Especially when I'm absolutely shit ranced on pit right. road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, no, you haven't gained that much weight. Like, oh, oh thank right. you so much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, but it was it was cool that both of them like actually knew the knew about the podcast even and um, that 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 means something i think but they know that we exist exactly which is cool that's pretty much all you can ask um but so the qualifying ends whatever and you know we, we wrap it up and you know we're bombing down to uh like back to basically base camp so you try to get some food because hardy is playing on the infield and that is like almost half of the reason why i went down there because i absolutely love hardy so like it was already like man if to go they to probably a, play closer than alabama though well not not it's not the same <laughs> scene as the talladega <laughs> boulevard but like it, it involves obviously a bus, plane, a rental car, another, a, another rental another car, bus. <laughs> yeah, another plane, another bus, another plane, another bus, and then like you get home fucking at two a.m. But yeah, how's so your it was new like, place? It was obviously yeah, it was great. So it was like <laughs> just so much that had to go into it. So then when it was like Hardy's playing on the infield, it was like boom, going all right, perfect. So like booked everything and um, you know we we go like get get a bunch of food in in us and then I'm like all right, like I gotta go you know meet heater at the basically the front gate because the way that the, the concert was going like it started at 7 30 with some fucking someone and everyone was filtering in basically like kind of behind and like i knew it was gonna be completely packed i mean it's hardy he's a pretty big act but keter was like oh i'll get you into like the vip section and i'm like did you tell freddie you were down there yeah yeah i was like fucking sweet so yeah, I only saw Freddie su- Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sick," and like, whatever, man. Didn't, <laughs> didn't go down. To, didn't he? Didn't go down to, to Hardy, but so I'm I'm standing there, and there's there's a couple people that are buzzing by, and it's all like obviously industry members because you have to have a hard card to get into this area, but you can also bring people in with your hard card. You can bring like one or two people per hard card. So I'm standing down there shooting the shit, and then Mike Bashy Bashay comes uh, walking over, and you know, so we're hanging out and. I see uh, Nick Payne walk by, and I'm like, man, I wonder if he remembers me from Loudon. Probably not, but I was just like, ah, uh, like almost went to go say, hey, Nick, and I was just like, nah, never mind. So let him walk by, and then he walks by again. Then he walks by a third time, and I'm like, man, I haven't seen Keeter yet. I could probably just get in there if I was just like, ah, nope, didn't say it again. I'm like, fuck, I hope Keeter comes soon because like, I just want to buzz in there. Uh, my beers are getting warm out here. I want to go buy one for eight bucks, and then my, I see Dougie and Joey. My phone's at 69%. Nice. nice. Uh, I see Dougie and Joey Campbell walk in and I'm like, Hey Dougie, what's going on? And I'm like, Oh man, I could definitely just ask him to walk in with him. And I just never did. And so then Keeter comes around best side I've seen seeing Keeter. Not many times we get these passes and uh, get to go, uh, you know, hang out and see Keeter and, and spend any time with him. Cause he's usually up on the flag stand or doing something. So, uh, he walks up wearing his BFP hoodie. So that was perfect. And, uh, Walked right in, just kind of hung out for a little bit, and uh, you know, saw Jake Finch, saw Brandon Brown, saw Colin Fern. Uh, I was going to ask him where your Xfinity Series ride was, Bob. Yeah, but, tell uh, him I won't fucking destroy the thing <laughs> like Tragic Shoes did. Yeah, um, but we were so we're just hanging around, like kind of in that like first right as you walk in area, and uh, at, at that point, well, right as we were walking away, or right as Mike was walking away from the VIP section, uh, one of Keeter's friends or whatever was like, "Hey, do you want to come in?" And he's just like. 
oh yeah sure and like just mike was able to get in through keter too which was cool um because i was pretty much hanging out with mike for a lot of the weekend and so then we just started hanging out the entire night and then eventually all of christian's crew ended up coming in right before uh, hardy came on stage so it I was gotta, cool. It was- i gotta stop you real quick here bradley because i got a i got a part of this hardy show that uh bradley's leaving out the part where he went to bed at about five five thirty p.m or a.m oh PM. yeah fuck i forgot I get a Snapchat from Brian Hahn of Bradley burritoed in the top bunk of the camper. <laughs> and he's like, man down. And I'm like, I'm on my way home from Thunder Road. Oh, no. And I am like panicked. I go, Brian, I don't care if you have to call track rescue and narc at him. You make sure that motherfucker gets up and doesn't miss Hardy. Because if he misses Hardy, we're going to hear about it. Because he passed out <laughs> drunk. Gonna hear about he's going to be so sad. <laughs> and I do not want that to happen. You need to do. It is on you. It is your responsibility to make sure that that motherfucker <laughs> gets up and makes it to Hardy. And I about, completely an, about an about hour that. and a half later, I get a Snapchat of Brad in a lawn chair looking like he just woke up from an 18 hour fucking hibernation. Oh, dude. Eating like a sandwich or something and i'm like okay he good yeah <laughs> yeah we, so like that was that was the thing it was like it was just such an early day i completely forgot that that happened so we were baking in the sun all day after walking four thousand miles a day before well then obviously to get we had to go we went well we went around to the, the the front fan zone and in order to get a tram in the infield you have to go to literally the garage area well on the tram map it says there's one like pretty much right around the corner from our campsite so then i'm like ryan julie look let's go over to this tram stop i'm looking at the map it's like right next to the showers which are a stone's throw away from the camper we get all the way over there every tram is not stopping there's no sign that says tram stop and i'm like what in the fuck is going on so then we have to walk like no joke a full mile to the other side of the racetrack to go get on this tram so then we're like okay the tram takes you around front everyone's going to be going to the fan zone so it's got to be close to the fan zone. No, they drop you off like just past the start finish line and the fan zone is in turn four. So then we had to walk all the way over to turn four. And this is like right. This is like while the trucks are still qualifying. Like it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, you get dropped off at the tram stop again and you fucking have to walk all the way back to the campsite. And you walk back to I walked over to Christian's and to pit road. And so I am absolutely zonked, uh, not to mention the 60 beers I'd already pounded. So we get back and it's like five o'clock. I'm like. There's two hours probably until we have to leave. So I'm like, I'm going to try to take like a 30, 45 minute power nap. And I set an an alarm on my phone and just absolutely went to cocoon and completely (laughs) forgot that that happened (laughs) and just woke up. And luckily, like they had already made food and everything. I was like, damn, like that was such a hot setup because it allowed me to power through for the rest of the night. But yeah, I absolutely clearly I didn't I didn't have all the information with my reaction because all I got was multiple Snapchats of aggressive alcohol consumption followed by Bradley um, in a body bag. And, oh, I'm, just, and I'm like, do make sure that he does not miss Hardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's I one was, rule. There's I would have been so pissed if I did. So <laughs> I literally said, call rescue and have him mark hand if you have to. <laughs> so, so I, obviously we, we go to Hardy and, and we're pretty fucking close to the stage, which was awesome. Uh, can't thank Keter enough for, uh, for helping us out with that. I lost him in the crowd at some point. We went to go try to buy him a beer. <laughs> he was crowd surfing. Yeah. He, he must've been surfed to the stage. Yeah. He must've, he must've got dropped like blaze in that one video, but, uh, we, we were, we went to go buy him a oh, beer no. and then we couldn't find him. And I think he was all the way down at the other side, but, um, so that was a bummer. But so yeah, we were pretty much hanging out with the same crew all, all inside the VIP of Hardy played an absolute fuck of a show uh funniest thing i heard after the show was uh, uh brian and, and ryan and all them were, were a little bit further back and so everyone comes to 
obviously they bring their lawn chairs and it's just first come first serve you just kind of come up there's basically a gate behind where we were and it, someone posted in like a talladega camping group like facebook chat was just like hey like just want to let everyone know like hardy makes good music but uh it's definitely not for kids um you know there's you, you should like if you want to play a fun drinking game like take a drink every time he says fuck tonight or something and like we're like okay like chill out if you if you don't know if, if they say Hardy and you're like, oh, I'm going to go see like you should probably fucking know who he is uh, first off. But so Ryan and Brian and all them get back also, there. You're, you're in the middle of one of the most nationally well-known rowdiest racetracks of all time. Exactly. And you're looking for the kiddie pool. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're yeah. playing kids bop up here or yeah. what? So what? so Ryan tells me after the show, he's like, dude, you should have seen it like after so after this first dude played, which was just like a good old fucking country boy, like, oh, country girl can't survive, and like gets off stage, fucks off. Well, Hardy comes out to like the Mockingbird and the Crow. And so like part of the song is little, he literally like walks out and he's just like, like singing part of it. And then it's just like, fuck them and fuck you. And like everyone, I guess, just picked up their lawn chair and just fucking left. <laughs> and Ryan and Brian were like, dude, we, not even joking. We literally walked up like 50 yards. Like everyone, <laughs> like all the boomers just fucking left. So love that. Yeah. So that, that was cool for them, them guys. But uh, yeah, fuck of a show. And then obviously ended up on the boulevard. And I was, I actually had in my notes that there was an aggressive amount of people that had no idea where and what Maine was. Like so many people, They're, and they weren't even like fully like drunk. They were like, no, no, no. The, 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 you should know that just from going to school in P- Pittsburgh. Like I, when I went to Ohio, there were countless people that thought Maine was a country, uh, <laughs> part of Canada. Mm. What province is that in? I've never heard of that province. Where is that? Yeah, lots we, of those conversations. Back at the go kart track that Charlie and I worked at when we were kids, a guy from Texas was here on like some army deal, and he's like, "Man, my whole life I thought Maine was a myth." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Not nah, exist, dog. We live here on purpose." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm not even joking. There was a shit ton of people that thought that there was also uh, a goat on the boulevard. Love that. Did have that. Was he chewing up all the grass? Uh, there wasn't much grass, but if he was, it was probably dangling out of someone's fucking underoos. Um, there was a there was a monkey that was on the boulevard, and to which okay, what? and to which case I don't remember who I was with. I Brad's think canceled. that it was. I think that there was a there was a, a period of time where it was like you know Jake Finch and I walking down the boulevard, and like we saw we we're like, dude, is that a fucking that's a monkey and everyone's stopping to like pet this thing. It's like hanging off the guy's back, and I was like, dude, get me the fuck away from that thing. And like he's a like, little one, like a chimp. Like, it was like, like a, it was a, like it was a, a chimp. Sil- 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 hole <laughs> it's a silverback potato. gorilla. Is there a silverback just cruising <laughs> yeah. the boulevard? Was like, it a guy in a suit? <laughs> yeah. No, it was a, it was a smaller chimp, but I was like, like dude, Ross's, get me the fuck away from like that. Like Ross from Friends type of yeah, monkey? Yeah. Or like a Ross from Friends. Yeah. Maybe it was the monkey from Marcel. Days of Thunder that Marcel. was described Marcel. as fucking a football. Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, well, so he could have fucked anything, it. but it was not going to be me because I have listened to countless stories about that woman that got her face ripped and sh- ripped to shreds. But I was like, dude, get that fucking thing away from me. And yeah, literally just started walking the other in direction. The jungle. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. yeah there's yeah. literally not one tree for this thing to swing from. I have no idea what you're talking or what you're doing on the boulevard. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, Saturday was uh, pretty much the big night, I guess. Um, there, there was all these crazy setups that you have to buy like just a massive array of campsites and be able to set everything up there was like there was this big ass stage with stripper poles that were actually flag poles and um yeah there was some, like there were to the point where like these girls were going so high up that i'm like uh, they 
absolutely need a Hans device on like because <laughs> that pole is like it's one of those like I'm pretty sure it's the flag pole that I had at the 250 which broke the first time I ever used it like it's literally one of those like ones that like tighten with the telescopes when you, yeah, when yeah. You, yeah the t- telescoping ones oh, yeah, um, yeah it was dude it was pretty sketchy but uh, they, I mean they held up the whole weekend fine. those girls don't have fathers anyway <laughs> yeah and they are also definitely above the weight capacity for that flagpole but Tough. Um, <laughs> you, Tough. you will have that there was there was tons of fucking uh like signs that were I, I took a video of it that i didn't really know that i posted on my instagram story the first night i think it was but they had like a boob measuring fucking like wooden cutout things Is that what that was yeah um and i didn't fit and i also because <laughs> you never saw well yeah I, allegedly and uh, thank you i hope mike christopher's listening uh and nicole but uh th- w- there was never a time where i saw girls using it so correct that was That's how that goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah about um, like uh joey parker stripper pole at loudon there yeah. was never a female up there that i saw <laughs> yeah now the first the first night there or the first yeah, there was <laughs> one, I, one I time remember, there was <laughs> i do remember somebody took a full beer can to the face uh for getting on the pole when they probably shouldn't have been but yeah, yeah. oh yeah that yeah. was brutal yeah but uh <laughs> yeah no the i mean saturday saturday night was saturday night same old same old same old crew pretty much um and uh yeah i don't think i really had any any other notes other than uh, seeing a monkey which was kind of crazy but uh so <laughs> we go to bed wake up same earliest piss when the monkey's not even really top five of yeah. <laughs> yeah. back page story <laughs> yeah we we wake up just earliest piss again on sunday obviously just gonna start ripping i mean the race starts at one you don't really have a ton of time but um and I'll, on sunday ryan brian and julie dave and dan they, they all there's five tickets and i'm the only one that doesn't have a ticket and so i didn't really under, i didn't know or understand how many people were going to be there so i'm like fuck like i can definitely get across with my 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 fucking pass or whatever but i'm like i don't know where i'm going to sit like with my luck i'll get over there their whole section will be completely filled i'll be just sitting alone somewhere and that sounds absolutely miserable so i'm like all right like i'll i'll go down and see a little bit of you know not driver intros, but I'll just go down to pit road, kind of walk around, you know, take a couple pictures, do whatever. And so I'm now just all by myself. And I'm like, you know, I'll go walk through the garage, walk through the garage forever on su- on Sunday. And I'm like, man, you know, I haven't seen Freddie. That sucks. Haven't seen Skip. That sucks. Haven't seen Brandon McReynolds. I'm like, that sucks. And I walk around the corner and McReynolds is right there. I haven't seen Colin Hefner. I'm like, oh, I want to see Colin. And, uh, so go over, see Freddie, uh, walk around see skip but skips like talking to some like high-end fucking somebody and i'm like ah oh, whatever like wave to him just buzz by Did and, you see uh no i didn't see him either Tough. um but uh so I, I walk back around and um uh saw colin for quite a while donnie allison was signing autographs on the midway and no one was stopping to even say hello or like get an autograph or like take a picture like i was like that's kind of wild like he's that's like odd. like a huge name one of those like, guys yeah and like literally i'm not like you basically go down through the fan zone and this is like not in the garage at all you don't need a pass like you just need a pre-race infield whatever deal which is a ton of ton more people and you just go down you take a right and they have this massive complex and shout out to talladega because beers waters food all of it is pretty fucking cheap like the hot dogs like two bucks beers were four dollars i was like i'm gonna get absolutely shit pumped today like (laughs) i am fucked and uh so like in between like walking around the garage i literally went back and got two bud lights and just sat down by myself and i'm 100 can i get 25 (laughs) beers please yeah so had a couple of them and literally i looked to my left and it's it's donnie allison i'm like what in the fuck same guy that's crazy yeah and 
Uh, so whatever, like go back into the garage, kind of just moseying around, go to pit road, just walking up and down and, and skip walks by. And he's just like, man, I was hoping I was going to run back into you. And I was just like, yeah, I was, I, you know, I wanted to go over and say what's up, but I knew that you were in probably a way more uh, important conversation than I was having. And he's like, man, I got to get you one of those BFP hats. Cause he asked me actually on the flight down. He's like, do you have any extras of those with you? Cause like, I really want one. And he's like, I saw that Stafford posted a picture with fucking Luke and, and Jack wearing them, which was an absolutely fire pick. And uh, he's just like, yeah, I want one now. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try to grab you one. But uh, I don't have one now. I'm living out of a fucking bag, backpack. So um, saw him, whatever. Watched the race go green. They had one of them fighter jet deals go fucking overhead. Scared the piss out of me. It was awesome. Watched one lap. And so I took a joyride from the camper over to the garage area. I'm like, all right, like, you know, five bucks on a golf cart. Easy. Like we do that at Daytona quite a bit. And they'll bring you pretty much wherever you want to go. Well, the lady was so nice. And she's like, yeah, just come right back here. And there will be someone. Uh, some Someone will come by, obviously. This is where we're dropping everyone off. Like, oh, we're here all day. All right, cool. So I'm standing there. I'm standing there. Laps going by. And I'm like, man, every lap is pretty much a minute long. So I'm like, all right. I look up the scoring pile and it's like 19 laps. I'm like, Jesus. Like, literally been over here for like over 15 minutes. I'm waiting, waiting waiting. I'm looking, you can see in the distance, there's fucking none of them coming. And I'm like, at this point, probably should just walk. So keep in mind, Saturday night, I had to go to bed, go to bed, like somewhat early, like wasn't like crazy, crazy early, but it was like probably two 30 because my feet were absolutely on fire. I'm assuming you wore vans the whole weekend. No, I had Nikes. I had my, I had my Nike. I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of walking. Very responsible. Um, Those are absolutely destroyed now. And like my feet hurt so bad. I could not stand up. I'm like sitting on the boulevard at this. It was on a scale of (laughs) one to ran down the highway. Um, from the strip club pain, what kind of pain were you in? Uh, not as bad, but I did have shin splints, uh, pretty similar. Um, not even close as bad actually. Cause I had like atrophy. Like I couldn't move my legs for like days after I ran down the highway five miles. <laughs> um, cause I don't run unless something's chasing me. And that monkey wasn't behind me actually, uh, Sunday at Talladega. Um, but so I, I were also wearing slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that certainly did not. So yeah, shout out to those things. Those have like, a lot of arch support. Those right? are like 20 <laughs> bucks from famous 95. footwear and boy, did they hold up pretty well. <laughs> Got uh, your money's worth. Yeah, absolutely. So w- whatever, I, I'm huffing it now back all the way to the campsite and I'm like, man, I have to have walked just an absolute fuck ton. So I am pissed. Get back, like get a little bite to eat, grab a beer, watch the race go by a couple times, post a video, a video of them going by because it's absolutely sick of them going by in turns one and two just to see that it posted the wrong way somehow. I don't even know how that happened. Uh, rip shit pissed. Yeah, oh, is that why it was like sideways? Yeah. Oh, I was it like, was, what it the was fuck a sideways happened? video, but every time I post it, it tries to make it a reel and we don't get paid for reels on Facebook. So I posted it as an original post and when I posted it, it posted sideways and then I woke up the next morning I looked and I'm like, well, I look like an absolute fucking idiot. <laughs> so that <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Um, and so like I, I, uh, start, I grab a literally yesterday or Saturday. I had the Bucky's bag full of beer this today. I was like, probably makes more sense for me to just fill the Bud Light box full of beer. Right. And you know what Bob said, you, you just got to kind of act like you belong, you know, don't stick out like a sore thumb. So naturally the theme of the day over at Christians is just Noah. <laughs> You got to wear something Noah. So the one thing I brought down was my Noah cutoff. So now I'm wearing a Noah Gregson cutoff bright yellow fucking t-shirt and have a box of Bud Light. And so I'm walking through the fan sitting section, walk straight to the gate. And the guy goes, uh, uh-uh, nope. And I was like, what? And he's like, got to have yellow. 
I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, yellow bracelet. And I'm like, oh, no, my buddies are leaving early in the morning. I'm staying with my buddy on site 69. That was nice. actually where Christian was staying. Nice. Of course it and was. and uh, he's just like, nope, can't have it. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And now at this point, they're still green on the racetrack. And there was a handful of people, including Mike, that gave me their number and was like, hey, if you ever have a problem, come down and uh, or call me and I'll come down and I'll get you in. All right. So I didn't want to bother them because they had just gone green. I'm like, whatever, you know, like I... I don't, I wouldn't want to miss a bunch of the race if I'm actually paying attention. So whatever. So I start walking. Well, I didn't realize I'm literally walking on the other side of this fence. It is quite literally like another three quarters of, it was, might've even been a mile, like three quarters of a mile, at least all the way down. And again, my feet are already ablaze. Like I fucking went to bed early because my feet hurt so bad. Finally get around. The lady on the other side was super, super nice. She's like, I was like, I need a golf cart. And she's like, you know, I heard that someone was uh, someone was saying that they rent golf carts and then they drive around in here and uh, they, uh, they they just, you know how people, they, the joy rides, they charge five bucks a ride. Well, you know, they just see, you know, anyone that's looking that they kind of look like they're going to wave them down and they just charge them five bucks for a ride and they basically just pay back their golf cart rental. And I'm like, that is absolutely fucking genius. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, sweet talking her, sweet talking her and I'm just like, yeah, you know, all my buddies are back here. I'm, I'm pumped to try, finally get back here. I mean, the race has been green for fucking 45 minutes now. And she's like, oh, well, you have fun, sweetie. I'm like, all right, buzz right through. No problem at all. Go all the way over to Christian's, just literally laid down on the ground. Just, I was so pissed. I was like, I just want, I had one $5 bill left in my wallet and it was for that ride and I couldn't find one. Um, so that sucked, but watched the whole race over there. Everyone was pretty, uh, pretty dead from the Saturday night portion, but, um, uh, watched the whole race was able to, uh, well, there was one point, actually, they came off of turn two, and then you just see smoke going into turn three, and everyone's like, oh, they're wrecking, they're wrecking. Well, Sunday was three laps behind, so now we're sitting there around the TV like, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? You're starting to place bets on what is going to happen. Well, pretty <laughs> much, because I saw Ross Chastain make like a stupid move on Eric Amarola coming off of turn two. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I, didn't, I can't believe they didn't just wreck right there. And like no one else really saw it, because I was like sitting in the back of the group, and we're waiting to see what happens with the wreck, and because all you saw was the smoke. You didn't see the car or anything. And I was just like, I don't know what happened, but I'd be willing to bet that Ross Chastain is a part of it. And he, by God, was he the only part of it? (laughs) Absolutely shit munched. He was the only one. Um, so called that one, nailed it two for two on the weekend, Tried to make a third prediction, uh, fell right on my face, but, um, watch the whole race down there. It's pretty badass. The, uh, you know, watching Riley Herbst lead. And, uh, obviously a lot of those guys are all friends with Riley as well. So, uh, that was cool to see. And then, uh, watching on the backstretch, you could kind of tell, there was a little bit of a, a gap, and um, I don't remember who was leading. Was it? I think it might have been Alex Bowman. Um, but Blaney, you could see him basically go from the wall, and he made his move like right in front of us. Uh, made his move to just shoot to the bottom and get that run. And so he was leading, and I'm like, man, I have money on Blaney. Like at this point, Kozlowski already wrecked out. I had money on Chase and I think Bubba or something like that. And I'm like, or no, Jones and Bubba. And I'm like, man, I really need Blaney to win this race. Really need Blaney to win this race. So now you're just listening to the fucking announcers, and I'm like, man, I like. I can't hear. I can. I can hear they're talking about Ryan Blaney. They're like Ryan Blaney, Ryan Blaney, and then I hear Kevin Harvick, and I'm like, fuck. And then all of a sudden, I hear like you know Harvick, Blaney, Blaney, Blaney wins it, and I'm like, oh fucking, like let's go. So I'm fist pumping. I'm I'm so pumped. I'm like, I just want 150 bucks. That's my buckies. Uh, and uh, so he won, wins, comes around. I'm absolutely going nuts. Uh, Brandon McReynolds had come down because he spots for Ross. Ross had, had uh, wrecked out, so he was watching the race and. That was cool. That was like one of the last guys I needed to check off. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see like Brett Holmes, but we didn't go down for any of the truck stuff really. But yeah, I just watched the the whole race, tried to go to the boulevard, fell asleep in a lawn chair at 10 
Uh, and Brian, like I had mentioned, it wasn't really a full lie. Brian and all of his buddies were leaving to go back to Pennsylvania, or I guess his buddy with the camper was leaving to go back to Pennsylvania at six in the morning, a little bit before if he could. So I'm like, man, they're going to get up at five. Like, I don't want to get up at five because like we have the whole day. Our flight's at seven o'clock at night. So I had like already talked to Christian. He's like, yeah, we have a whole camper back here. Like just, you know, bring all your stuff over and just stay in one of these. I'm like, all right, cool. Walk in, beautiful camper, like eight bedroom or not eight bedrooms, eight beds. There's a whole bunk room in the back that wasn't used literally the entire weekend. And I'm like, fuck, like no, this is the hot setup. So I pull all the shades closed. I'm like, man, like I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to sleep pretty good tonight. I'm going to get a good night's sleep and not be absolutely rinsed on Tuesday. And I fall asleep almost immediately. Went to bed like between 10, 30 and 11 probably. Woke up 3.42 in the morning to some dude absolutely ripping the piss out of his fucking stabilizers with a fucking just some sort of power tool. Uh, and it was just, oh my God, I, seething piss, like seething <laughs> fucking piss. And it was like part of the group that was with us too. He had his impact just absolutely yeah, ripping the piss out of it. And because like I, the, I thought that the camper next to us was so nice that they had like the automatic one. So I was like, he is doing some sort of fucking heavy duty work to this camper. Like I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. And then like I looked a little closer and I'm like, oh, he's just using an impact, like ripping his stabilizers up. But I'm like, dude, it is three o'clock in the morning. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And so I, after that, like I was so sunburned and just like couldn't get comfortable at that point. I literally tossed and turned forever. And uh, Ryan and Julie had got up, gone to Waffle House. And I was like trying to go back to sleep, trying to go back to sleep. And then I started getting anxiety because the only other guy that was in the camper was leaving at 6 a.m. But he's like, camper's staying here until Christian and them leave. So you're probably good. But then I was like, fuck, like the guy's going to come back to pick up the camper and I'm going to be in it. I'm going to wake up in fucking like Guadalajara or some shit. <laughs> like this is going to be absolutely brutal. <laughs> so at finally like 738, I just got up and uh, I saw a truck actually pull up next to the camper and I'm like, oh my God, 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 grabbed all my shit, packed it all quick, like ran outside, ended up being just one of the guys, like part of the crew, like on the other side that was just moving their truck. So there's more room, but uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a fucking wild, wild weekend. And uh, then we get to the airport and Ryan and I had the exact same thing. Charlie and I had just those nervous laughs of just like, the get, me the fuck, <laughs> get me the fuck home. And there was just a couple absolute gems. Like Ryan, like we were ordering beers. We had like literally a thousand beers and uh, <laughs> fucking one, at one point we went to one bar and we're like, we have no idea what, how much these cost. Cause they don't tell you. And we're, we've been sitting here for a while. I was like, dude, they're probably like eight bucks. Cause they were eight bucks in Boston. And I was like, they're, it's just Bud Light. They have a bunch of other shit. I'm like, oh, it's probably eight bucks, 13 bucks a pop. So we're like, let's go find another bar. So we go try to find another bar. And we're like, we have no idea how much these are going to cost. Let's just get one at the bar. So <laughs> Ryan's like, I absolutely cannot afford another beer. But he's like, you know, I'm going to get one. And he's like, I have this credit card. <laughs> he's like, I've never even tried to use it. I have no idea if it works. I don't even know how I got it. And I'm uh, like, that's all a right. slippery slope. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. So he uses it. He uses it, sits down and he goes, ah, it worked. And he's oh, like, no. we're like, I'm like, all right, man, like fucking right. And I was like, 26% right on top of how much, however much that costs. I love that. And so then yeah. Julie you got the rest of the month paid off. His girlfriend, Julie comes back. And she literally goes, what the hell is like, he gives her the card to go get a drink. And he goes, what the hell is she's like, what the hell is that? I've never seen you use that. I've never seen you had it like have it ever. And she's stone cold Serber and we're absolutely hammered. And she goes, do you even know how to pay that? And he goes, yeah, you just set it on the table. The shit rips. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what she meant. And that's how I knew that I was a little bit more sober than Ryan, because I was like, that is 
no, no. Well, you were close. He's, he's not <laughs> you were, wrong. You were <laughs> certainly not right either. But <laughs> you were super close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then fucking we're, we're, we get on the plane finally. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. And then we're uh, we get on the plane. Just we're all so ready to be home, and the plane lands. And there's this kid that has been absolutely screaming in the back of the plane. We're in the back of the plane. We're in row 24. Like a 15-year-old? Like yeah. <laughs> might as well have been. It, it was Brad. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was, like, it, I don't know how far. They must have been two rows behind us. But the kid just kept going and kept going and kept going. And you're listening to the parents. And, like, the parents don't even know what they're doing. And, like, they're they're loosely. I mean, they, they weren't loosely. They were foreign. And so we're, we're sitting there and we're starting to deboard. And there is like the whole row behind everyone behind us actually was foreign. And like they were the, one of those people that when the plane was deboarding, they just ran straight to the front. And I, Ryan and I are immediately just like, like we're pissed, but we're also just so exhausted. We're just like, yeah, no, that's definitely how you do it. That's for sure. Like how you get off a fucking plane. And so now here comes the parents with the kid because they just caused such a backup that they have like the fucking the, the carrier or whatever. They have everything. And the kid was not crying, gets right next to us, starts crying. And Ryan is, was freaking out. He's just like, I fucking hate kids. Dude. <laughs> the dad, you hear the dad. He is literally right next to me as far as this laptop, like two inches away, holding it. And just he turns around. The kid's absolutely screaming bloody murder. He turns around to the mom and just goes, yeah, I don't know what he wants. And Ryan goes, uh, a fucking muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I was just losing it, dude. I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. But uh, no, it was it was such a fun trip, and uh, that, it was that's just, called needing a little bit of awareness uh, in that situation. Yeah, there was just <laughs> there was just so many funny moments like that that happened all weekend. That, but, that's why we talked about what we did before the show happened, right? Right. Yeah, that's, that's called having a little bit of awareness. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know we do have some Patreon questions, but luckily not a ton. We have of a per- lot of Patreon questions. Well, they not a lot of them are just two kids bickering back and forth. There's a lot of Patreon com- or Patreon conversations happening this week. Like you guys are welcome. Take this to MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that my Fuck phone kept going off. I was like, into MySpace. Like I don't think it works in the last ten years. Is it even still a website? How Tom's doing? <laughs> Tom is Tom's doing fine. Yeah, Tom was Tom's, our friend. Tom we really sold out on him. Tom Tom's probably all right. Uh, yeah, but uh, so before we do jump into the Patreon questions, do you want to mention that this episode is brought to you by btx global logistics btx global logistics can provide you the freight solutions you need new location in portland maine whether it's domestic less than a truckload full truckload international air or ocean freight btx's global footprint has solutions for you contact j ireland at btxglobal.com for more info and mention bfp for a free beer during your info session speaking of sponsors should we call james I think we should. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's give me a couple minutes to fill in. We got to do a we got to do a grinds my gears. Let's just do the first Patreon question first. All right. First one uh, comes from Sean Miner. He says, uh, "Any tips on how to be at Thompson, Stafford, and Seekonk all at the same time this weekend?" All right, hear me out. Tyler Bauer says LSD and multiple TVs. Put dirt in the middle (laughs) and And, uh, jump your monster truck. What I assume is Brad of the Black Flag Podcast says a true fuck Mary kill this weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely fucking the shit out of Thompson. Uh, Mary Stafford for the long haul, but this uh, this event. uh, Are we taking a trip to Stafford Friday? uh, No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would love Scratch to, but idea, uh, I, I, I got to go park the camper at uh, the Big T, and uh, I got to get to work and get all the way down there and go pick it up and everything. But uh, I would love to go to Stafford. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably not in the cards. Going to be uh, fucking Thompson this weekend, marrying Stafford in the long long run. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Seacon can get murdered. Uh, unalived. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to do a call here. 
Do you want to plug into the thing so we can all talk to him? I don't have an aux cord on this phone. Oh. Or an aux, like, butt plug thing. But what? You get it. Do you want to call him? Uh, you're already calling. He's probably not going to answer. Or he's going to call back in the most inconvenient time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's now. there. What are you doing? Hey, you're different. you're on the show. So before you say cunt, uh, just keep that in mind. Yeah, we can't have swearing. Oh, fuck. That's dumb. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we figured we'd give you a two-for-one special here. Uh, how did the uh, the big stonk race go? Uh, the stonk race Saturday went beautiful. I put a brand-new $500 transmission in and blew that out in the heat race. Who's, who's out? Put a drive shaft out. Yeah. Is she you hot? You know him. You've been there. <laughs> Seen you do it. Mm. Um, outs at Rick's Cabaret. <laughs> and uh, blew a drive shaft out running fifth in the feature on Saturday and... Sounds like your maintenance program is ass. Fixed the shit box and went out, was top of the board all day Sunday and finished P2 in the feature. So you didn't win $10,000. That race isn't until like this next week. one. No. Oh, that's next no, week? That's yeah. actually coming up in two weeks. Oh, I think I, I did know that, didn't I? No, you didn't. Oh. You did because you keep trying to tell me to buy you a car. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I am good at I am good at telling people. You, you also did because you just called them to yeah, plug that. Yeah, yeah. put shamrocks on there for you. Who's so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, uh, so con- congrats on not sucking. I guess are you gonna are you gonna win ten thousand dollars or what? I think we're awfully close to the point where we can, as long as uh, as long as this old nineteen eighty six Camaro decides to hang on for hundred laps. Okay, fuck we'll yeah, be all right. So, is, is the track ready to rip or what? Uh, we're going over there Saturday night or all day Saturday, I guess I should say to. Do all kinds of track maintenance, track prep, and clean up the stands, clean up the pits, clean up the racetrack itself, and try to get it ready for, well, 200 laps Saturday, uh, next Saturday, October 14th. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, sounds like there's probably going to be a, a shit pot full of uh, stonks over there for a lot of fucking money to win, so good on you guys. Had a good run this past weekend. And uh, you have anything else you want to plug here? No. Uh, just... You guys don't suck at what you do, so it's nice to see that. Well, appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, you're right. All right, I'll uh, I'll send you a bill and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, good talking to you, pal. We'll see you soon. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you in a bit. All right, bye. Yeah. So again, that uh, we love a James Goodman. Speedway ninety five next weekend. Benny's uh, Auto Body. Yeah, you get it. And Benny's Auto Body. Shout out to both of them. Uh, $10,000 to win Stonk Race uh, should be a Bangor. metric fuck ton of cars. Mm. So you have a weapon. Um, no, I have a grinds. I have a well, no, he he went, wasn't around him long enough to have him be a weapon. But I do have a grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know if I've had this one on there before, but it's definitely been stewing for quite a while. Um, nothing pisses me off more better than being pissed on or pissed in. That, <laughs> pissed in cup from cars. You get it. Uh, nothing pisses you me off more than people that just don't lock a porta shitter door mm. like it's literally just it, it, it's, it's a, one or the other it's you you, you need <clears throat> one finger to sometimes, slide it sometimes people want to poop with friends no it, it's <laughs> not even i've never opened it with, i think that people have the wherewithal when they're pooping to do it but i've opened the door on so many people that are just pissing with a door like unlocked and then you open it and they're like uh someone's in here it's like no shit <laughs> like i would i just started pissing i pissed all down the back See, what you should do there <laughs> is if somebody tries to walk in on you 
or, or I guess if you like, no wait you're trying oh you walked in on somebody yeah at the end of the bowl uh, a child again there was what no it wasn't a child uh, people do Were that they at, second grading it, no people at Bartlett like the kids at Bartlett like they have half an excuse because they their brain isn't fully developed like there this was a drunken adult that was like he wasn't even was like, no, no he wasn't fully he wasn't drunk and like he was sloppy drunk he was just it, it, I've been just see his ass no no it wasn't Yippa uh, no I just walked he's in the, the, he's, the only, he's the only adult that oh. pees with his pants around his ankles <laughs> only, only 30 year old dude I know that second grades it whether, whether he's in the wide open crowd of people fucking in the porch it doesn't matter it was, it was just some adult and it just pissed me off on the boulevard and it got, I, I like to the point where like if i do that like i'm not gonna stand right outside no. the door and wait now no, i'm you gonna do, fucking you walk do, straight away you walk, no you walk right in fucking join scoot over bud yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, that's my that's my grinds big ears or the pe- like you were saying like if you're already in there and people like try to open the door is there anybody in there it's like there, there's one way to slide the lock and you have to be inside to do it yeah <laughs> there's no other way yeah. to do it it's fucking it, so you quite literally cannot <clears throat> do it any other way so if they do that you just shit right in the urinal and give them a surprise when they walk in Fuck them. <laughs> yeah I yeah. was for sure the guy that forgot to lock the door at a bar in the old port on Thursday night. Ooh, that's not a place Ooh. you want to do that. Guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no, nah, that's on me, dog. I didn't lock the door. Like, <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> at least you had the wherewithal to not make me feel like an idiot. Dude, <laughs> dude one, you got to be careful of cruising cafe. Oh my god! Yeah, the Charlie problem is the door was time. locked and it's still open. <laughs> yeah, literally, there's like four locks on there. They've just tried to put one on every we, fucking I year. I think we all walked in on each other at yeah, some when point. The, when the hole in the fucking trim work wears out and the lock stops working, they just put another one above it until that one stops yeah. working. It's just, it's just so annoying, dude. Porter shooter is literally green and red. Green means go, and fucking you just left the green. Red out. means hemorrhoid. Yeah, right, right, green yeah. means go ahead and don't come in here because someone else is in <laughs> here <laughs> literally oh man uh, yeah mm. yeah uh so grinds my gears i guess i'll fire one in here too um not a big doctor guy right mm. uh don't mcgillicuddy's you get it uh no that well he's a great guy shout yeah. out <laughs> slim. Shout, out, shout out slim we were firing those down yesterday um so i don't i don't doctor or all Sunday, that rather. often lee really at all so i think i told the story i went to the doctor for the first time in like literally probably 15 years a couple weeks ago they gave me a round of shots knocked me on my ass right well, part of the reason that I went is um, I've, I've planned it kind of close, but I've got some like lumps going on in the bottom of my feet that hurt like a motherfucker, right? So they they tell me it is plantar. Brad, is this the time we tell Charlie we've been putting golf balls in his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> that that would honestly make me feel better that that would yeah. be happening. Well, he's already gone through the trauma. They so. said it, it's called plantar fibroma, which basically is luck of the draw of shit grows on the shit, like the tendon in your foot. Really fucking nothing you can do about it. Well, I don't know this. I get a referral to literally the foot doctor, right? I'm going to an establishment called Portland Foot and Ankle. So I walk in there and they're like, yeah, looks like it's plantar fibroma. I'm like, I know that. That's, that's why I'm here. He's like, oh, all right. Well, do you have any questions? I'm like, okay, that's kind of odd, I feel. I was like, yeah, so like, what what do I have to look forward to here? Like, what are, like why is this happening? You know, what's, what's going on? Because it hurts like a fucking cunt all the time. And they're like, oh, well, it's basically just a genetic thing. It grows off the tendon. There's really not a lot you can do about it. So I'm already irritated because I've now cut out a chunk of my workday to come here for you to tell me there's not a lot I can do about it after taking my referral. So then I'm sitting there and he's like, yeah, surgery is not really the best option because it grows back kind of around where you cut it out. I'm like, okay, so 
what mm. what is there to do here he's like well you can't really rub it out like you would like a <laughs> yeah you, you, you haven't seen me sir <laughs> like it's plantar fasciitis which is like a whole separate thing it's like in your heel so i'm like all right so i have now come across town for uh um not much you can do uh don't not surgery i said okay so let's let's try and just totally strike out here um I was like, so why does it happen? He's like, I'm not really sure. Mm. Okay. Um, so what, what, what other options are there? He's like, well, if you're in a lot of pain, which that's why I'm here, fucker. He's like, uh, we could try a cortisone shot. I'm like, all right. So, so far I have maybes. I'm not sure. And we're going to try not feeling super confident. Right. So, uh, Cuzzo's like, let's, uh, let's just try a cortisone shot. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, if you're comfortable trying it, we'll try it right now. Otherwise we're going to have to schedule it. I was like, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm here now. Don't want to schedule it. Already not really impressed. He's like, all right, you're going to probably want to lay down and not really watch what I'm doing. And I was like, that's not, that's a red flag. Like you are mm. just an awful salesman. I am not really sure what's going on here, but Put I, know, it I know that my feet hurt, right? This motherfucker fires a needle into the bottom of my feet, not once, not twice, four fucking times between both feet. And I about leapt through the fucking lights almost out the window. Like, I'm, yeah, like, I I have a pretty Can't even think about that. decent tolerance for pain, I feel. I've been told I slammed into a street sign once in Florida. Um, sure did tell. <laughs> you know, uh, slammed off the concrete. A couple times. Couple, two, three times. <laughs> Fell like, out of a wheelchair. Yeah, a couple times. Former hockey goalie taking a couple tough hits in race cars. Like I, it does. Pain isn't really like not to be like to give the tough guy speech. Like it's not like I it doesn't bother that, me super much. That doesn't like, really equate to a, a needle through your foot. Right. So this a motherfucker gauged needle. At and, that. and these balls in my feet, they're like those, um, those like rubber fucking super bouncy ball things. Mm. They, and they're fucking solid and they, I'm telling you, they fucking hurt. And it's to the point where I had took myself to the doctor. Like that just, it doesn't, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, right. It doesn't. This motherfucker fires a needle into the bottom of my feet. And I'm like, Oh my God. Luckily, Lindsay was there, which I say luckily because as this is happening, she has this uh, horrible condition of um, laughing whilst in like an awkward, uncomfortable situation. So now I've got needles in the bottom of my feet. She's laughing in my ear trying to say, it's okay. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know whether to be mad at you or punch him or want to rip this chair out of the ground. So it was a good even balance, right? Mm. You know, it's like the, oh, your arm's broken. Let me break your leg to take the pain off of that type of situation. So um, I then left there with a a handful of maybes. I don't know is not sure is from somebody who claims he's a doctor and he just fired needles in my feet. And I did poetic justice for the amount of times you go could be maybe well might be. you know honestly that's fair i guess um so <laughs> I, I left there and i felt all right like i just walking down went to go see smith he works right across the street saw smitty for a second hopped in the truck got back to work and i'm like my feet have a heartbeat like i like that can't that can't possibly be fucking right mm. so after all that mm. i'm like i'm getting out of my truck i hop out and i almost collapse because i'm like this hurts so fucking bad like i can't even walk on my feet which uh he also went on to tell me i was like well what what can i try to do to have this not happen like as much or not flare up he's like oh well it gets exacerbated by walking i'm like see you mean to tell me that the condition in my feet i need to prevent from happening by not walking we'll go to florida and we'll just go get that wheelchair Mm. like why did that make sense to even say like oh you can't walk on your feet 
otherwise used for what, sir? What? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So, um, what about one of those little like scooters you kneel on? But it's in both. That's where I fucked up because he's like, "All right, what do you want to do here?" I was like, "Just fucking do them both. Like, whatever. Just get it done." I didn't. I've never had this before. I had no idea. So I now I can't walk. I can't go on either foot. My body doesn't know which way to limp. I look like I'm fucking ninety five years old trying to walk. I I get chastened from daycare, get all the way home, and I'm like, "All right, how the fuck am I gonna get this baby out of the back seat?" to the to the inside the house i didn't i made it to the front steps waited for Lindsay to get home uh she she peeled him out inside i then made it to the couch sat down for all of maybe 69 seconds nice and uh brad shows up and i was like hey can you uh, do me a solid and um help me off the couch and i thought i think you thought i was joking well i yeah i was a little (laughs) i was confused for sure um so yeah i uh but grinds my gears. I uh, I went to a doctor who just gave me a handful of maybes. I don't know. Is not sure. Is we'll try this. Um, see you later. Bye. Mm. So. May we suggest substance abuse? Yes. <laughs> I, that, I, that, that. <laughs> yes, Bob. You, you certainly could suggest that. Uh, uh, do you have a grinds your weapons or whatever? I guess no, not we- really. Up the gears. Um, didn't for the amount of racing we did this weekend. Didn't really see much weaponry type shit. Not really. No, a couple hard hits at Lee. Uh, one Nima fucking yes, decided to try to exit the facility. The fence. Um, um, but nothing that was like stupid. Oh, we did. We had a rollover in one of the bang. I did races. see that too. But once again, just that's nothing, racing. Nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. Nothing. Hey, so really... I guess you could say what grinds my gears is me driving Rusty's Jetta home from Lee Sunday night. I missed a shift or two along the way. Oh, you actually literally grinded gears. Yeah, I I had texted Rusty because I didn't think my dad was going to stay for the races. So I said, hey, can I just catch a lift home with you? Um, big suitcase driver on Sunday. Knew he was going to just have his car there. And he's like, yeah, that's no problem. And uh, my dad ended up staying anyway. But in the meantime, he's like, yeah, uh, I got to drive Weber's rig back to Maine so I can work on the car. Uh, can you drive my car home? Yeah, that's no problem. Haven't driven a standard in a long time. And boy, was it so much fun. Like I'm fucking... Fast and the Furious here, and uh, I pick him up at Derek Nealon's where he dropped the truck and trailer off, and the, it was smoking. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just retribution for him backing into the side of my truck a couple of years ago. Mm. You will, in fact, have that. Uh, Tyler Bauer on Back to the Patreon questions says, am I forgiven for my BFP on BFP violence against Jordan Powell? No. Not until you graduate the Road to Recovery program. Take, take <laughs> your fucking video game racing conversation back to MySpace. You need your sensitivity training. The BFP Road to Recovery is you owe each of us a beer, and then you are qualified mm-hmm. to uh, commit BFP on BFP violence again. There you go. If needed. Sure. Hard to argue that, but then you go back to the program. But Well, yeah, you have yeah. to revisit yeah, yeah. and you owe us a beer again. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, t- uh oh shit uh mark for that any plans to make the camper into a bomb this weekend i assume that's re- uh, referring to you bradley uh yeah sure. and actually i did a little bit more research on that um you did ammonia and methane correct um that's actually mustard gas that's probably why you had such a raging headache mm. is that like uh, that's a thing. is that yeah. like illegal in wartime i feel like yeah you might have committed <laughs> is a, that like french's you put it on your hot dog i, I think so wouldn't Shouldn't yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> that is definitely what it is. If yeah. you do make it a bomb, just make sure it kills us. I don't want to limp away from it. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly fair. Yeah, I, that, that's fair. I'd hate to have to live the rest of my life horrifically disfigured. So <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it kills me. 
starting to sound like fucking Ryan Jackson. I'm cracking up over here while Charlie's like telling an absolutely horrific story about needles in the bottom of his feet. And Ryan sends me just a screenshot with no text that just is Zillow listings in Mooresville, North Carolina. And, and, uh, and what did he say? Hold on. Sends me the Zillow listings and then he's just like full rinse. And I was just like, eh, fuck. And he said, half day back at home. I'm already on suicide watch. <laughs> <laughs> dark humor is a coping mechanism uh, you death, is, death is funny otherwise it's just really fucking sad you know he, he doesn't like flying so we're getting hammered in the bar and he's just like hey fuck i might just cancel my plane ticket and just go live in the talladega infield <laughs> he's like he can't afford to go home he's like i'm literally i'm gonna get back to the bus station and have him drop me off on marginal way <laughs> Oh, uh, that's Dude, funny because that's where all the homeless people are. Oh my god, it is so disgusting. It's gross. I had to go pick up a U-Haul. Have you been down to like um uh the Riverside yep. Street? Nope. Uh, on the water by I'm Skip and the bridge and all that shit. What is that? That's uh, the big one there. Before you go up into the old port, Demillos mm. is on the right. You got Commercial $3. Street. Commercial Street. Thank you. All of them fucking hobos that are underneath the bridge now. Oh, my. have you been out that no, way? I've oh my god, there's probably a hundred. It is crazy to the point where there I've seen extension cords and like air conditioners on the grass cooling down tents. <laughs> they had a makeshift bar Which is also down wild because it's been like <laughs> it's been pallets. like I'm like how can you afford beer? <laughs> <laughs> Which the the air conditioner thing is Priorities. also wild because it's been like 40 degrees at night yeah. lately. So 85 like, today though, fuck. It is yeah. that weird time of year where it's like 90 during the day and then 40 at night. Mm. So, um yeah. Next, uh, next question comes from Cameron Jackson, Ryan's younger brother. The snappumentary. Uh, Great word. Great word. Yeah, fantastic word. From Ryan and Brad this weekend was absolutely electric. I got to try and make this, uh, make it on one of these trips. Yeah, highly, highly mentioned or recommend it. Um, yeah, I. Uh, well said. Well, no, I literally ran as I said that. My brain is so like just absolutely mush that I saw Dolly mentioned you in a in our Snapchat group. And so I literally looked up, read that and just read. Yeah, haven't mentioned. Oh yeah, shit. I just said mention. I did not need to say that. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely recommend it. Um, that is, uh, yeah, the the Talladega trip is one that obviously Ryan and I were like kind of freaking out about. We're like, man, like I don't know how we're gonna make it happen. Um, and uh, it it obviously we didn't. Couldn't couldn't be happier. I mean, it was it was a long trip. It was pretty costly trip. If we didn't go to Bucky's, it really wasn't that bad, but uh, we went to Bucky's. Uh, Brian Hahn, the next question down says, have you sobered up yet, Brad? I actually have. Uh, yeah, you look, I, fine. I look good. Yeah. You look good. I, it's got color to you. This you is did the take best. a day off, though. Or You got back yesterday, right? Yeah, I got back yesterday, and then I had to be to work this morning at 7 a.m., so <clears throat> again, my flight landed in Boston at like 9.45. The bus left at 11.25. So we're just sitting there and I'm like, man, I'm so tired that like I was falling asleep watching the Giants play football because they're absolute rubbish. But uh, I was like, oh, like on the bus, like I, I feel like that's a, a good spot to take a nap. Well, we're sitting around at the airport and there's not even a lounge like even close to where the bus station or the bus like pickup is. So I'm just sitting there like falling asleep, like so exhausted, just so over the trip. I'm like, get me the fuck home. Like, get me the get me home to the apartment that I have seen for all of four seconds. Get me in there and just get me right asleep on the ground. I don't give a shit. There's not even a bed in there yet. We'll figure it out. So bus pulls up. Finally, I like literally could start crying. I'm so happy. I walk onto the bus and everyone that knows me knows me, right? Uh. Get on the bus. <laughs> that that, that is, does check that is out. indeed correct. Yes. Yeah. 
I walk on the bus. Be hard I'm, for them to know you and not know you. And again, mm. typically on on buses, or not know you while knowing you. People are just sitting down and shutting the fuck up. I walk on this bus just so a mariachi over, band going so over the trip that I'm not joking. There is at least fifteen Amish people on this bus. Can and they were allowed? All, I was gonna say, are they allowed to ride buses? I did not think Maybe so. Maybe they were Mennonites. Swear to God, mm. like they are all wearing the whole thing. They have fucking. They don't have the same hair as the Mennonites because some of those were checking in at fucking Hertz in Atlanta, yeah, Mennon- and I was Mennonites like, that doesn't drive. make any Maybe sense. Maybe it's Rum drive. Maybe check. it's Rumspringa. No, so Mennonites. They literally must be because they were all standing up and like putting their hats in the overhead compartment. I'm like, keep wearing them. I'm calling Jesus. I don't know if that's the. I think you're supposed to actually take it off inside. I I didn't know if that was the rule, but uh, but I was so naturally like typically when I see Amish people, I get like overwhelmingly happy, and I saw them, and they were all just standing up, and they just yeah, and they just didn't know like social norms or anything of what to do so they're like standing up in the aisle like fucking fist fucking like the overhead compartments i'm like dude you guys have been on this bus for like fucking at least 10 minutes from the last term- terminal like get the fuck out of the way like the only seats available are in the way back i was rip shit pissed so i sit down and i'm like a couple deep breaths like really have to fall asleep here put my hood on headphones in don't even remember leaving the airport. Woke up in Portland. I was like, you're yes. time, time travel. I literally did. That like, is the best way to do I, it. I woke up freaking the fuck out because I heard like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, in Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't, didn't mean to cut through your bus ride. <laughs> yeah, well, literally I hear ding. Welcome to Portland. I'm like, holy fuck. And then I was just like, oh my God, I'm in Oregon. Jake Zelmer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, <Jesus. laughs> uh, but no, I, I was so pumped and, and I actually slept fairly decent on the couch in the apartment that I've seen for all of 30 seconds since Sick. we got it we got the keys yeah. on Congrats, Saturday. by the way <laughs> yeah thank nice you little renter you gonna have to watch uh, some sort of race or hockey or something coming up and uh, get all the boys over but uh don't have the tv there yet so can we put holes tonight. in your walls nope oh that would be very He's lose his security <laughs> deposit <laughs> yeah. one weekend uh yeah that would be uh that'd be brutal but yeah no i have sobered up i actually slept fairly decent last night so, nice yeah Feel good. Person of having a home, right? Right. Love well, that couch. Yeah. Good on you, Brad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was. I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. You should um, read the next Patreon question. Uh, mm. I could probably do that. Um, <clears throat> I've lost track. Where Tyler P. Here? Tyler P. Uh, ever had anything stolen from the car slash trailer while at the racetrack? Um, we weren't at the racetrack, but we did the Bentley show. Was that two years, three years ago, something like that? And somehow someone stole my entire fucking ten by twenty easy up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which those aren't cheap. Um, try to get it back. No one ever came clean. Um, so yeah, that sucks. Big black one. I had this weird, I can't really explain it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. <clears throat> Season finale at Beatridge, typically middle of September. Someone shit in your trailer. Nope. Oh, um, had a pair of Oakley's mm. disappear. Okay. Like fuck, you know, weird. They're in my driver bag or they were on the bench and you know, whatever. Fuck, they spent like 180 bucks on those Oakleys. Like, those are nice. Whatever. Fucking just go buy another pair. Piss away money. So we go to Oxford for the season finale for pass. Had already had raced like two or three times in between then. You know, had gone to various uh, pass races. Oakleys just show back up in my trailer. Mm. Like, what? Dun, Did dun, people dun. know that you knew that they were gone and were looking for them? I don't know. Mm, weird don't like it was that very strange ended yeah. up with two pairs of oakley's <clears throat> mm. cool like that's <laughs> I, oh do you remember when we did the mall go-kart oh, thing yeah. that's cool we brought go-karts to literally the main mall right pretty cool if you're seven years old it, fucking awesome right well i remember my dad and i we worked really hard 
I want to say it was the fuck that piece of shit fucking tiger. It cart. was the tiger one. And <laughs> I know exactly. I remember the story. We had a, a blow like literally it's fair season, right? Um, we we had like a blow up alien that we like sat in the seat there, and everybody had like teddy bears and all sorts yeah, I, of shit. I had a big Rottweiler dog, and we all came back, and they were all fucking like gone, and like mine especially was just. Yeah, yours got with my eyes. I still have that Rottweiler dog, or I, or I did. But it was uh, like me and I remember yours. People, you were like, you're like, where's my alien? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> shit just like was missing. I'm like, that's fucking sucks. Like that's that's pretty <laughs> shitty. And then we're like, what else is missing now too? Right. Um, and then somebody didn't somebody steal all of our small shirts once or something like that? Yeah, they, <clears throat> someone stole a bunch of stuff at Loudon uh, last year out of the camper. So, which is odd because it's like, okay, well, smalls aren't that popular. And yeah. It was very weird because like we ordered them yeah. just for that event. So I think that they, someone just took like a handful of shirts and they got probably the wrong Dispersed, size for all of yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> Next one's Woody Paquette. Uh, do we really need to see Ty or do we really need to see Tyler Swift's every move throughout the day? I mean, who gives a shit who she's with, where she walks, eats shit, sings, pleasures herself. I mean, for the love of God enough already. <laughs> Mason Dunn says, what? You don't want to see her piss. There's gotta be a market for that. <laughs> he says, nah, <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Woody says, nah, I'd rather watch her finger her box while watching Back to the Future 2. That's oddly specific. <laughs> oh, <laughs> incredibly specific. Uh, uh, yeah, this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing is nauseating um, and fake. Taylor Kelsey? Yeah. yeah and trailer. Fake. And fake. <laughs> I just can't. Anytime I hear somebody refer to them as trailer, my brain goes straight to when Brant Young called somebody Trailer Swift. I was, <laughs> <laughs> was arguing about race cars on Facebook one time. Uh, we should have. We should just have Brant on the show for no reason. Uh, we shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, we should not do that. <laughs> uh, next question. Andy Sippy Byron says, uh, what a plane crash we had at North Wilkesboro. Jesus. Yeah, I bet JB Farton's glad he paid his fine and came back to a racing because it cost him a race car at North Wilkesboro. Oh, yeah. I heard what it. did I miss? I, I missed the wreck, I but I saw that, that. So uh, him and Ripkema got they, absolutely shit with <clears throat> They came off a of four. Um, they had a, a late race restart, and I forget who. Might have been Ron Silk. Somebody got kobe off the bottom and they were they were nerfing bang bars coming to the checkers um matt hirschman won kobe gets knocked out of the groove and he's spinning and he just plugs the thing to the rug and spins out and hits ripkama spins ripkama down the track he overcorrects it fires it into the outside wall like 10 other dudes end up wrecking and i think he, uh jb either hit andy sice or ripkama i don't remember but he goes up and over him through the air, smashes into the inside wall. Like, I actually think it was injured or hurt in the wreck. They never really mentioned it because, like, they just showed, like, him, like, on the ground and EMT circling him and never even was like, oh, he's okay or he's not. Um, hopefully he was all right, but it junked his race car. Ripkamo was destroyed. Yeah, I knew Andy Sice has got wrecked. I think Burt Myers might have got a piece of it, too. Big old wreck after the checker flag. Hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, I I don't know. I, 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 all I, I even might have been showed that, but I was probably <clears throat> I might have been even asleep when that yeah, it was, highlight uh, came out. It was pretty wild, <clears throat> wreck. Hmm. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Kevin Boucher, uh, Bouchway, Bouchway, Junois. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fun day at least. Sunday being stuck in the infield sucks. Yeah, it was um, tough. They mm. had to put all the pro stocks in the infield. That does make for a long day. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah. Well said. Our good pal Daniel Eugene has he ever asked a Patreon question before? I don't know that he has. I don't know. Well, he has completely lost me on this one. Um, <laughs> this is this is almost like a um, what's his nuts there? Uh, 
Perry Webb type question. No, it's like, not. not, not it's not a, anywhere near that. But it's like often like another realm altogether. Yeah, this is something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant by that. Like I don't even know if we're going to be able to answer this one. So uh, Dan says, "Have you ever thought about the parallel relationship between a high stakes modified race and Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in C minor, specifically the dramatic symmetri- symmetries expressed in the first and fourth movements, and how the second and third movements are psychologically almost exactly like a long green flag run?" Is the f- I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> is the fifth one the Fear Elise song where it's like, is Beethoven the dog? What? That's Clifford. He got the zoomies. 57 dead. No. Oh, fuck. Yeah, hmm. sorry, Dan, you lost us on um, that one. Friend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that say so... yes only because I've been forced to by reading this question. I'm gonna say no. I think, <laughs> is, I it, think at it the does, end of the day, honestly. after all of that, do you it's think a yes about no the question. Ro- do you think about the Roman Empire? Not, no, no, oh. no. Beethoven the dog is a movie. <laughs> but which one's Beethoven's fifth? That's what I. That's what I don't know. Probably the one that was. Um, Let's see if like, it sounds like race cars, and then we'll go from there. Probably sound a little bit like Jaws. Is this illegal? Probably. I don't think he's going to come back and get pissed. I, you never us. know. His record really label's coming yeah. after us. Yeah, Death Row Records is going to come get us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did we ever get back to Slim on that? Slim Shady, that is? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, all right. I think we yeah. owed him like 36 he seemed, cents. He seemed pretty pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Red Robin commercial? I kept, we, I kept pra- we practically bankrupted Eminem. Yes. Yeah, I kept calling him, but he just wasn't answering. Oh. Oh, sorry. Apparently, this is the fifth one. We all know it. This is just like NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Is this the, is this the Tom and Jerry soundtrack? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this. Um, apparently, sounds like tour type modified. Could be. Sounds like something bad's about to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I guess it did. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the checkered flag. Doug Kobe spinning down the racetrack. Oh, JB Fortin up and over. Tyler Ripkema hard into the inside wall. Why don't we announce with music in the background? Specifically like Beethoven. No, like races. <laughs> like why? Do... Interesting. Oh, Ryan Priest up over and over and it's, over it's and over like and over. It's almost like an over and over and over. <laughs> I can picture like a slow montage video, not like the actual green flag racing. Oh, these cars are driving terrible right now. No, no, they're driving good. <laughs> you got it, Mikey. You got it, Mikey. <laughs> I sure hope Dale's okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he why'd the song? Why'd the song end right before Bob said that? Uh, well, you get it. Uh, uh, that's hitting the post if I've ever done it. So, no, it was the wall. Bob. <laughs> so, double doink. <laughs> Still the best sports bet I've ever placed in my life. Uh, yeah, so that one was... I think the answer was yes, but I don't know. It, literally, at the end of that, it's a yes or no question. Uh, have you, it's a have you ever, yeah. which is a yes or no. I, yes, sure. Which, uh, which now we have, yes. Jordan Powell says, Austin Dillon suck, 
sucks so much cock for his cup ride that it is actually weird. unbelievable. See, I don't know because then he's sucking his grandfather's cock. Yeah, that's cock. weird, man. Yeah, okay. We can't have this. Is a kid's show. Yeah, yeah uh, no, that being in, said, whatever in, fucking chemical company is sure he's fucking. He also says, also, <laughs> Tyler Bauer is a weapon on iRacing. And once again, take your video game fucking conversation and go back to MySpace, not our Patreon <laughs> question thread. <clears throat> I do like the response. I'm as mid as you. Like what, that's a good what do you say to that? Yeah. <laughs> you just uh, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, you know you're not. You know, no, no, I am. You are. <laughs> Who I do you think you are? I am. Yeah. <laughs> that that is exactly what you say. I'm as that. mid as you. Yeah. Uh, well said. Fun. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Tyler Bauer, I think won the conversation. I'm better than your ass. I think it. I mm. and Foss is the wrong syllable there. But, is his uh, ass? I'm better Admitted than I race. Well, here's the mm. thing. Which, which syllable do you have Foss on? Is it, I'm better. I'm better than your ass or is it, I'm better than your ass or is it, I'm better than your ass. I have no, I'm not even. Does gonna Tyler Bauer eyes. play video game NASCARs with his butt cheeks? Well, does Jordan, how familiar with Tyler Bauer's ass is Jordan Powell really is the preliminary question that maybe needs to be we can take this conversation to MySpace and mm. find out the answer. Mm. Mm. MySpace. One of do you have a top, do you, was it top? Were you a top eight or like top 12 kid? Or like top sixteen, um, probably top eight. I I don't think I had twelve friends. The so. drama that that <laughs> caused, people will never will never know these days. Yeah, I was a top four. Um, had my best friend Kendall. He was always on there. My buddy Kyle that had passed away. He was a permanent fixture. Um, probably uh, Red Bull, and then um, probably the, whatever girl I had a crush on was my top four every time. That makes Sweet. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Well played. My mine was like a, a smooth operator over here. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I remember it like you could change all the colors and fucking put music in. Oh yeah, all, they like, made you coders. Like, you literally like, were coding for them. Fifth grade. It yeah. was the. It was actually the the preliminary <laughs> self checkout of the internet is what it was. Mm. Mm. I remember I made a sick Anaheim Ducks layout layout one time. I had like fucking Grave Digger I think on it, and I had like a, a fucking I think Fake It was my song by Seether. All sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, I assume it's my turn again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mason Dunn, who got hit harder this weekend at Talladega? Nick, Nick Sanchez in the face, Ty Gibbs in the wall, or Bradford in the liver? Yes. I think that's a 1A, 1B, and 1C, is yeah, it? Yeah, it was all it was all pretty bad. Three um, out of the line. I, I don't know that I... Nick Sanchez, I don't feel bad. Uh, I loved I, Freddie's comment. I listened to DBC today, and he's like, how do you get up bleeding from every hole in your face and say, you're fucking with the wrong guy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you look yeah. sad. <laughs> I'm as mid as you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, no, I think that uh, I think that the liver probably got hit a little bit harder than Nick Sanchez, but Ty Gibbs, his God, face was pretty fucked up. Damn, did Ty Gibbs hit the wall hard and then hit it even harder? He hit the wall, the outside wall, about as hard as you could hit it, and then proceeded to hit the inside wall significantly harder uh, to the point where, like, I was like, I don't know that he is okay. And uh, I'm sure that he was because we haven't heard anything. But uh, Jesus took the wheel. Yeah, I mean, apparently he gets us. He did a very bad job of it. Speaking of, he hates us. DJ Shaw wished me good luck on Saturday at Thunder Road, and I didn't know what to do. I was in shambles. That's that's (laughs) odd coming out of the mouth of someone who fucking absolutely despises us. us. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Eric Worcester, um, hello, pals, Bob. With your recent dry spell of second dates and first dates, would you ever consider giving Livy Dunn a second date? <laughs> uh, that only makes sense if you follow the burner account, which we don't have anything to do with whatsoever. Uh, it has, has nothing to do with, has nothing to do with us, but you should listen to that show because those dudes fuck. Um, 
I I mean somebody used to <laughs> used to just tweet nonsense about how Livy Dunn was always sliding into our DMs. <laughs> oh, that was a fun little time. Maybe I I haven't. I mean, somebody hasn't tweeted on that account in quite some time. I don't have the. I got this new phone and I don't know how to get into it again. Well, you should not need to get. Me, you shouldn't need to get into I it. Should be able to. It has nothing to do with just, us. As a random fan of that particular account, I haven't been able to guess the credentials yet. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> what, <laughs> about, what about Race Dog Watchdog? That's on my phone. <laughs> I don't use it ever because I actually have significantly way too much to do. But we should just um, transfer that to it, like a Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift. I'm just going to read some of the most recent. Um, burner accounts uh tweets uh, allegedly bro i don't give a fuck about travis kelsey and trailer swift uh a retweet of skim beeble saying aaron Rodgers is having the worst day for a jet on 9-11 ever uh, really wish netflix could have gotten some commentary for from aaron hernandez for this florida gators documentary Nothing I love more than asking chicks on Hinge if they want to commit a triple homicide as our first date. <laughs> Bummer for this dude at Planet Fitness taking a shit. Can't imagine a worse place to blow mud than here. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. All the way back to August 15th. It's um, one that like screen or the Snapchat discover like stories. It says uh, Livy Dunn confirms she's dating an MLB pitcher. And I said, thank Christ. Now at Livy Tunnel, stop DMing me. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. So you should uh, <laughs> at BFP underscore burner. Yeah, uh, those guys are something else. The, yeah. the bio literally says not affiliated with that black black pod at all, but listen to their show. Those dudes fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sl- Slim says, <laughs> my voice, I'm fucking, I think I'm getting sick as we go. Uh, Slim says, I do the Facebook bots buy merch. Maybe a solid move for some advertising. And they were on it today. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I did do a dance. Also, like, block them, but what are these, like, backdoor fucking uh, scam live streams that they're getting oh, somehow? Yeah. I, have yeah. to, I have to delete fucking those all the time, yeah. too. Brutal. Yeah, they, they get right after it. Um, Ryan Thomas, even though it's a preliminary pavement racing show, what's the pal's favorite dirt racing class and track to watch or visit Sturt Late Models? And it's not even fucking close. And it's actually World of Outlaws Sprint Cars, but whatever. Take your fucking taxi cab. They have to get pushed to start yeah, It's uh, Dirt Late Models <clears throat> and... Um, uh, probably Eldora was fucking pretty sick. <clears throat> probably the favorite track I've been to was um, Lernerville. But uh, the only time we ever watched our cars now is at Volusia. Yeah. So that's pretty bad. Or Bar- or Bar- just, Bridge. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess Unity is starting to kind of pop yeah, off. Sprint cars there the other night. Place was fucking packed. Yeah, maybe we could take a trek up to Unity one Probably of these not, days. But <laughs> I'd be down. It's really other than Bear Ridge. There's nothing really super. Yeah, and I'm close not going there either. No, there's a they, couple. There's, I'll I drive realize, to Pennsylvania and go dirt racing before I go to Unity. I didn't realize how many dirt tracks were over there in that area of Vermont. Yeah. There's like three. Mm. I had no idea. Whoa. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's three more than are anywhere within two hours of here. Yeah. They use maple syrup to pack the track in. Right. I yeah. Don't Sorry. Think so. Oh. But like maybe for sure. Could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Could yeah. be. Yeah. Is there yeah. any more? Mine won't load. So no, no, that's it. <clears throat> so appreciate uh, a Patreon pals bringing the heat tonight. That was a that was a weekend. That's for sure. Uh, we yeah. we promise you your Wednesday would suck a lot less, uh, and I think that we've done that. Uh, this weekend on tap, boys. Da-da-da-da-da. It's a big one. 
The Thompson World Series. No pro stonks, unfortunately. But, yeah, I'm, um, bull- I'm bullshit about that. Uh, yeah, because I really wanted to sit through a seven-car fucking late-model race. Yeah, didn't, but... Didn't you win a seven-car race one time at the World Series? Yeah, but it wasn't 75 laps. It was 25. Yeah, I was going to say, that's they, fair. They, they got it done pretty fucking fair. quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they absolutely do not need to be going for 75 laps, but uh, I was pretty pissed. I uh, obviously always like when uh, there's a division like that because you typically know everyone in it, right. um, but... Uh, Yes, yeah, so that's a bummer. But uh, no, it's it was just, just tough. Odd it's the a, way that it all happened. Well, it's, it's, like, it's usually already part of it, and then it just it's a tough pass schedule. They had Spud followed by Thunder Road, which is neither of those are near here. Then you're going to throw into Thompson, which is not near here. Plus the past and then next weekend million. you have four pass races in two days. Yeah. So literally, yeah. yeah this weekend's the World Series at Thompson. Um, I did a whoopsie. So I apologize in advance. I had all, we had all intentions of going, ready to go, like bring the camper, sit on the back stretch, sit up top there, have a time like we did last year. And uh, Lindsay's friend from North Carolina tried to uh, make like a sneak attack on Lindsay, get her up here, surprise her. Looked at a picture of the calendar before I had filled in the month of October. It's like, oh yeah, we're wide open this weekend. Absolutely or not, but. Uh, we're going to be here hanging out with uh, Lindsay and her friend this weekend, but we absolutely are going to go to Oxford in two weeks and then uh, definitely going to go to the fall final now. So now that that's been rescheduled for it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'm racing this weekend. Looking forward to it. Haven't raced at Thompson since that seven-car super modified race that I won back in 2020. The big one, right? <clears throat> yeah, big block supers, NAS season finale for those guys. Um, what do you go, 300 miles an hour at Thompson and nothing? About that yeah, yeah. Uh, actually legitimately half that we do do 150 down the straightaways which is pretty rad so i'll be down there probably on friday doing some hot laps um don't hit the bump in one i don't know this the forecast looks absolutely horrific for saturday so i don't know what's going to happen i hope they find a way to make it all happen this weekend i don't want to come back on a different weekend what else would it do on a weekend in the northeast Man, it was in so fucking nice last weekend last weekend was absolutely beautiful 75 degrees at thunder road 80 degrees at lee this weekend and then right back to the shit we've been dealing with all the, them guys are getting absolutely killed at thompson too and i fucking hate it because you know they're like all the future of the oval track is in severe jeopardy yeah those there's always those rumors but i feel like this year it really is like fucking brutal because you can't be racing on a wednesday i've talked about that a thousand times you're never going to make your money back on those shows and then you have the two biggest events of the year which you usually bring a million fucking campers in no one showed up in the spring and it rained one of the days already in the spring and now it's looking like it's going to rain all fucking weekend at some point so um yeah saturday looks like a wash but i mean hey i'm still gonna go support the track about the camping pass today Gonna get out of work at two, go pick up some more BFP merch, jet down there and uh get there eventually. Should be there by the time the races start, I guess. And yep. Just yep. have a weekend. Spend yep. gonna try my best to not back into anyone's cars in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That's for a charity. Mm. <clears throat> Worked out twice actually, because I chose that guy's same charity uh for the go kart thing a couple weeks ago. So Yeah. Not too bad. No. So maybe uh, I should go wad up some more cars in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a weekend was had by all three of us. A weekend is going to be had yet again by all three of us in three different ways, it sounds like. Mm. Are you going uh, to Oxford two weeks? No. No? No, I I haven't even seen my apartment, and I'd have to go back there tonight and go move in a bunch of shit Mm. and try to sleep, and we're on a couch, and it's just a mess. So Before we wrap up here, too, I do got to give a little bit of love to our pals up at Wiscasset this past weekend. They had 45 street stongs in the pits for their annual 11th annual Amsoil Dominator shootout. Um, not to be left out with uh, drama and controversy as always. Yeah, it took twenty eight for the feature. Good race, good battle between Clyde Hennessy, Jordan Russell, Jordan Russell, and Josh St. Clair. Josh came in 
and passed them three wide and three and four on lap 41 and drove it home for the win. Ninth different winner in 11 years. Uh, Josh got a cowboy hat, crown, rodeo-style belt, buckle, a Texan handgun, and a custom shootout checkered flag designed by everyone or signed by everybody in the race um, with the lap money and contingency prize money. Josh took home $1,500 for the win. Jordan Russell took over 1600 for second and Clyde took home over 1800 and third. That doesn't make any sense at all, but I'm not going to question I'm not going to question Ken's uh, write up that he gave me. Um, so good, good on them for having a big old fucking pile of street stocks up there. It is a big show season and uh, good to see those guys had uh, a big show. Mm. Yeah. Well said. So is this uh, uh, 239? 239? Yep. See you next Tuesday? Yep. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. <laughs>